This is a Danger Entertainment Podcast. DangerEntertainment.net Danger Entertainment Podcast Network. episode number 213 we are a history podcast i'm jason i'm jeff i'm historical blake i am jim is that kind of like a historical jesus sure okay Okay. is that anything like a personal jesus what's a personal jesus the thing that uh depeche mode sang about in the 90s i don't know that no No. that's the uh telephone number you call up for automated forgiveness eight six seven five three oh nine there you go I got it. I got it. Speaking of phone numbers, uh, I got Jesus's number off the wall. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I we were watching. My wife and I were watching TV the other night, and uh-huh. they still have personal ads, uh, phone numbers in our area that people can call, like in the old nineteen eighties and nineties. And you would like leave a message, and people can call you up for a date. Who wow. does this anymore on the phone? <laughs> uh, people that are too old for the internet. I guess, but they're all 30 to, or 25-year-old busty women that are on it. Well, if I may add, uh-huh. I was sucked into the uh, I Want My 80s um, video program show on, on MTV, on MTV mm-hmm. Classic, and every commercial break was an 888 number, <laughs> and they still had call up for female companionship yes. or talking, and I'm like... And I was joking with the female perspective. I'm laughing. I'm like, are you serious? They still have these? That's what I mean. I mean, in this age of modernization and technology, I mean, people still want to call up an 888 number. And I want to know, like, how much does it cost, first off? Because remember, it was like $2.99 per minute. Like, the yeah. first oh. three minutes were free, <laughs> and then $2.99 after that? Yeah, credit card number. You had to provide it ahead of time. Well, I think they just billed your phone number, didn't they? Well, it was depending upon how you called. Oh, okay. There was the number, the was it the 899 numbers or something like that. You called, you're automatically billed by reverse phone number. Or the other ones, you would like the 888s or 800s, you you know, you would have to start out. I mean, this is what I've been told. You have to start out <laughs> with giving your credit card information. The ones that billed your phone numbers were the 1900 <clears throat> or 1976 numbers. Okay. Ah, okay, uh, those ones, yes. One nine seven six. Okay. I, yeah, and I, they were like the stupidest things too. Like some, they weren't necessarily even meet up or sex or chat. They were just party like, lines. One nine seven six. We are eighteen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, there was one. Call it one nine seven whatever creep, and we'll just sit there and insult you. Ah! Is that really one? Oh yeah. Wow. 
I'm like, Mom and Dad got so upset when those charges came. Nope, they weren't <laughs> on our phone. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, didn't they used to have? Well, they used to have a wrestling hotline by Mean Gene Okerlund, and then <laughs> WWE had it. Uh, and How many times did you call that one? Never, never, because I think my parents would have killed me. But it was the dumbest things. You can get uh, you can hear Shawn Michaels give an interview after this. Why? <laughs> and then it's like, if you want to find out who the next contestant in the Royal Rumble is, call this number. Or I can wait 90 seconds. I'm okay with that. I don't need to be charged $4. No, no, I need to know now. Oh, it's the repo, man. Oh, I'm glad I paid for that. <laughs> if you were doing betting and you bet who the next guy is, you would have an inside track. Problem is, he was only betting $2 per uh Yeah, so entrance. I was ending up losing $2 every time. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! You know, do they take win place or show bets for those yes, WWE, WWE Rumbles? Yes, they do. <laughs> uh, Jeff, we saw the Rumble this week. Jim saw the Rumble this week. I watched week. the Rumble. Yes, we did watch Jeff, the Rumble. congratulations on your uh, Hobie Brigger victory. I won the belt. You did? Every year we have the Rumble uh, on at our house, most of years. And uh, you get a point for throwing somebody out, your wrestler. You get a point for doing special maneuvers. Uh, your finisher, uh, using illegal weapons is two points. If your guy doesn't make it to the ring. Uh, so this is, like, this is like fantasy WWE? Yes, exactly. Fantasy WWE. Fantasy fantasy. Fantasy <laughs> WWE. Yeah, fantasy on fantasy WWE. Yes. Okay. Uh, speaking of that, there was a girl named Kelly Kelly in it this year. Oh, wonderful. My yeah. original. She was awful. Uh, anyways, <laughs> but it was good. Uh, we had a good time with it. Uh, Randall Holt, he was in it this year. Yes. Listener Randall Holt. Yeah, got on over Twitter and... Randall, thank you for taking my team. <laughs> uh, yes, Jim could not make it to my house, so Randall took his spot, and Randall came in last with seven points. Between two rumbles, mind you, the women's and the men's. Yeah. It was a because he got six from the women's rumble. Yeah, he had one. Uh, <laughs> he did have a rough team. He had Cesaro, Sheamus, uh, Goldust, and some other guy. Um, so he'd had a rough time. Uh, what we do is we draw numbers, and then you get that wrestler, whoever comes out at yep. that number. So I think we each had four, and then the whoever drew number one and two got five. Yeah, five yeah, yeah. That's Even Chris Richardson did it whatever. from 365. That's not as important as uh, Ronda Rousey joining the WWE. <sighs> What's her wrestling name going to be? Ronda Arouse Me? Ooh, or that, just, that's her porn name. Or okay. just Ronda Rousey. <laughs> yes. She has been approved by Rowdy Piper's family and yes. Rowdy Piper before she Rowdy, passed. Rowdy, Ronda Rousey? Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. P- Piper gave her the, the uh, permission, to, permission to use you jacket know, and the, the and same the logo. I saw the jacket and I saw the Hulkamania, but was that Roddy Roddy? The, That's Roddy Piper. The that was Piper. Roddy Piper. Signature. That was the hot rod written it in like hot, electric. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. I think it said Ronda, not hot rod. It said so Ronda. Did it, yeah. did it say Ronda? Yeah. I knew it said. I knew it didn't say oh, hot man. rod. I didn't yeah. know if it said Rousey or Ronda or whatever. Is she going to host a new Piper's Pit? I hope. I think that would be awesome. I Although, she, she did a great job just walking out there and just pointing. Yeah, that's the thing. Can she uh, talk? Can she? Does she have mic skills? The one thing I saw online is you give Paul Heyman, make her him the mouthpiece. Yeah. And then he has, even because Brock's probably gone after WrestleMania or after SummerSlam. It's one or the other, which is fine. Good riddance. Um, at this point, though, I think it would be cool if he had, like, a shooter's, you know, UFC, you know, MMA group. Yeah. He has Ronda. He has, uh, there's a couple UFC fighters in NXT that will eventually come up. Uh, there's so- uh, Sonia Deville, who's a MMA fighter that's already in the majors. I would, I would love that. I think it would be a neat little twist for him to take over the women's group, too, and it would give them a little bit more recognition. So I'm fine with that, Paul Heyman doing it. What do you think of the actual blows landed by uh, Strowman and uh, Lesnar? Yes, Braun Strowman uh, accidentally 
lifted his knee and went into uh, Brock Lesnar's head. It, it was he, he hit him match. pretty good. Uh, did you see what Brock, Le- Brock Lesnar said after that? They no. beeped it out. Slow the fuck down. Uh, I, I knew he had words with him, and then he legitimately punched him three or four times. He did pull it back at the last second. The one on the side of the head he did, but the one (laughs) right when he got up and did that, he immediately hit him with a real hit, real punch. And the second one, he still hit him hard. He pulled back at the last second, but he still hit him fucking hard (laughs) because he stumbled, and then he saw Kane like, I'm just going to stay over here. Yeah. (laughs) Kane's in there. I'm just staying over here. Kane has a political career to worry about. Yes, that's right. (laughs) Kane's like, I've been in this for 15 years. I'm getting the fuck out. 20 years, I'm out. (laughs) So who has a better chance of winning political office, Kane or Rhino? Well, Rhino ate the political office. He looked a little doughy. Yeah, but uh, he, he's, what, running for, what, like, mayor of Detroit or something? Yeah, or is some, he? some mayor. Yeah. I, I never heard that when I heard Kane running. There isn't much, there isn't much uh, pedigree, pedigree, uh, pedigree you need for Detroit, so you're fine. he should get it easily. Uh, I'm going to say uh, Kane wins. I always okay. root for libertarians. What's he running for? Uh, is it like, is it like a, a mayor or is I think it just like a comptroller or something? <laughs> <laughs> what is Glenn Jacobs running for? I'll find that out. Keep talking, guys. Anything else you guys want to talk about? Uh, well, I have my up-down for the week. Go ahead. Uh, it is watching A Futile and Stupid Gesture, the new uh, movie on Netflix about the life of Doug Kenny. Oh. Uh, the uh, founder of uh, National Lampoon, National Lampoon uh, then who was also the writer of uh, Animal House and a writer of uh, Caddyshack and uh, his strange and untimely death uh, shortly after uh, the release of Caddyshack. Was that a conspiracy? No. He either killed himself or was so high he fell off a cliff. Yeah. He, he either jumped or accidentally fell Probably drug related. Yeah. Now my curiosity was piqued by this uh, show. So was this your up or down? I'm sorry. I this is my up. This is your up. So it's good. It was good. The uh, down was he died. <laughs> the, the the cast in it is is pretty good. Uh, you got uh, Will Forte and uh, Fort Fort. Uh, is that how he pronounces it? I don't know. No. <laughs> That's how Blake does. <laughs> oh, okay. That's how my English teacher in high school pronounced it. Correct. <laughs> But I don't think that's how he pronounces it when he is for his name. What, he just, just says Will? He just yes. says Will. He's not just Wild. Will. He's not Wild Fort? Wild Fort. But he is now, apparently. I'll uh, go. Continue. But yeah, the cast is pretty good. And they, uh, the guys that they get to play, Belusi, Chevy Chase, <clears throat> uh, all those guys... Don't look anything like him, but they explain. They talk about that in the movie. <laughs> they didn't get Chevy Chase to play himself. No, I don't think Chevy Chase wanted to admit to doing that much coke. <laughs> he's holding out for the community movie. Uh, no, well, he's not. Actually, I thought Chevy Chase thought his impersonation, you know, the actor that played him was spot on, considering that in the early in the late seventies he imitated uh, Gerald Ford without looking anything like him, or acting anything or like acting him, anything or like him. sounding anything like him. Probably, probably like him. would find the ironic humor. Well, in it. come to think of it, the person who did play Chevy Chase was Community's own Joel McHale. Oh, <laughs> yeah. that's so awesome! Uh, did you see he's got a new TV show? No, he's no. on a pop culture show on Netflix, basically The Soup. That on, isn't a soup. <laughs> on Netflix? Yeah. Oh, I'll have to look into that. Yeah, it starts uh, end of February. Uh, just a couple things. Uh, Rhino lost his bid for a state representative in 2016 in Michigan. Oh, okay. Uh, and, no shit. 
And Kane is so, running for mayor of Knox, Tennessee. Knox County. Not Knoxville. He's, no, not, no, he's no. not up to for Knoxville yet. He's only good for Knox. Mayor of the county? Not for whole Knoxville. Yeah. Oh, I don't know how their politics works at all. County commissioner. <laughs> uh, yes. His, uh, yeah, he's running for mayor of Knox County in Tennessee, so I don't know when that goes. So there you go. Good, good for him. I think it's in May, actually. I think his election. So the answer to the question is, Kane has a better chance of winning since Rhino already lost. Yes. Well, well Rhino's going to re, rerun, is oh, what I okay. The good news is Jesse Ventura will win in 2020. As the president? Yes. He's going to beat Oprah, you think? Oprah said she's not running. They all say that. Hillary said she wasn't running, and what did she do? Ran. I'll she bet you $5 Oprah does not run for president. I ain't taking that bet. <laughs> I, I bet, I bet you, you Oprah would win above Hillary. I bet you Barry Sorateo is going to come back and do another. He's going to do a Cleveland impersonation. I'm actually hoping Dukakis wins. He's going to do a Grover Cleveland. Going to get elected, then die? In 30 days? No, no. he's going <laughs> to get his two terms and then sit out and then get reelected again. Can you do that? I don't think yeah, you can Yeah, Grover do that. Cleveland did it already. Yeah, yeah but they they've changed the Constitution <laughs> since then. <laughs> I don't think they allow that. Yeah, they do. You just can't run two times in a row. You can't no, I can't think do more you than are, two terms in a row. It's not in a row. You can't do more than we two terms. We are a history podcast. We need to be correct on everything, Blake. <laughs> and, we need to look this up. And Cleveland only served two terms. Yeah. It wasn't more than two terms. They were not. They were. They weren't together. But it was only two terms. That's right. It was separated by one president. Yes, yeah. but. Yeah. But there wasn't a uh, uh, a amendment to the Constitution at that time saying he couldn't. They after FDR they changed it and term limited yeah. your president, and you Correct. can only get term two. limited in a row. Is what I thought I was. You no, can't it's have more two than total two terms. Two in total. A row, but you can't have more. Twenty two. The twenty second amendment says no person elected president and no person to hold the office of president for more than two years is allowed to be elected more than once more. So there you go. Two years. Doesn't matter. It makes no difference. Two years if you are a vice president and you take over. If there's more than two years when you take over, you can't run. It makes no difference whether the two terms are consecutive. There you go. So they're crafty. They put the language in there that way on purpose. We are a history podcast. But you can be a senator for 40 fucking years in a row. Strom Thurmond yep. is, 60, is 65. 65. Well, Jesus. Are we going to debate? How about birthers for, for president? Like... Uh, what, uh, Ted Cruz is he, was he eligible to be president? No, he's well. Te- he was not eligible for many reasons. He was bo- he was born in Canada. Canada no, is he's, the he's least a, of the worries. I thought he was excluded because he was born in Texas. They are a separate <laughs> republic. I thought he was excluded because he's a douchebag. No, no, he no. He was legitimately born in Texas or <laughs> born in Canada, and his family moved. But his family was uh, his mom was a U.S. citizen. His dad was an immigrant from Cuba. Cuba. An illegal immigrant from Cuba originally, I think I heard. So Cruz, Cruz is a dreamer? <laughs> I would take a Canadian right now as president than the one we have down the hall. Down the hall. Well, we, we, are, uh, we are filming currently against the State of the Union address. Not yet. We still have 30 minutes until so, that happens. So I would thank, we're, we're, just, we're just recording, not filming. Uh, <laughs> well, I film. We can film. I want to no, thank you guys for inviting me. Film in it. Oh. I want to thank you guys for inviting me so I don't have to watch it. I'm really upset. I, I DVR'd it. So after the show is over, we're going to watch it all together. Uh, on the TV in the green room, can I turn on a basketball game? No. no. <laughs> uh, do, uh, Demolition Man is on. Thank you very no, much. A basketball I, game. Not the State of the Union address. No. 
You can't watch Xavier tonight. I figured I would I just... I don't think I have that channel. I figured I would just read a uh, politically biased newspaper that agreed with my politics about what really happened during the State of the Union address. They blew up the country and the designated survivor has to come in? Well, considering my uh, source is Cracked Magazine... Oh! <laughs> Jim just crack. went to the com? Yeah. Crack.com. Crack. <laughs> well, it's better than Crack Magazine, where they, you know, <laughs> they don't is trying to be mad, but poorly. <laughs> well, you saw that crack, by, uh, crack the website got sold for like a billion dollars or I whatever. did not see that. Yeah, and then they realized they had to let a lot of people go because they overpaid for it. <laughs> you think? <laughs> no shit. Uh, Jim, sorry, Power Bottom. Uh, the Green Room does not get your channel for the Danger Game. Who doesn't get Fox Sports 1? Uh, me. Me. People who have cut the, the cord. Yeah. <laughs> no, he has Phyoptics. It's like one of the. It's on yes, like basic. But not. It's not on sub basic. No. <laughs> so you get thirteen stations then. No, I have more. Not in a row. <laughs> <laughs> that means I can run for president. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what's your down this week, Jim? Um, Me not getting <laughs> FS one. Yeah, FS one not being available apparently in Harrison, Ohio. <laughs> Uh, Jeff, what's you? What are you up to? Oh, my up was I won the belt at the okay. wrestling. I mean, derp. I think you probably peaked for the year, I'll be honest. I could have. <laughs> what's your down? But, uh, I'm going to say, uh, do I have a down this week? Nah, I don't have a down this week. Okay. But, I mean, come on. After winning two fantasy football leagues, winning the championship belt in the fantasy wrestling, beat, right. kicking ass and taking names in hockey... Getting, we're going getting a booth at the Cincinnati Comic Expo. That has nothing to do with fantasy sports. It is a fantasy. You're in a fantasy world. Oh, sure. Yeah. I was I'm just not... trying to give you some positives out through this week. So, so his up is all his fantasy stuff. His yeah. down is his real life. Real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can go over that. <laughs> My down is uh, it's been a shitty day. Uh, my up for the day. Cause you had a bad is, uh, day. I didn't watch the Grammys, so I feel good. And like most of America, I guess no one did this year. Down twenty four percent from last year. Uh, Lowest rating since two thousand nine. What? Dude, what are the Grammys? Uh, we were up for best spoken word again. Yes, we lost. Uh, we what? lost to the Clintons. It takes a village. What so, happened in two thousand nine? Because it seems like that was the lowest year for like everything. Like the Super Bowl, it's the lowest since 2009. Or it's I can the, check. Or, or like everything just seems to be. A lot be... of people couldn't pay their direct TV or uh, Time Warner cable bills. No, because that was so after the housing crisis. Yeah, that's crisis. why all the ratings went down. Yeah. Let me just tell you this. Uh, when you Google how much did crack <laughs> <laughs> website sell for, before you get to the website, it says how much does crack sell for and how much did crack sell for in the 1980s. So uh, It was much cheaper in the 80s. Does it, does it take into account inflation? <laughs> crack sorry, is whack. Sorry, I'm not, I was completely off. It was only $40 million that crack sell, sold for. Well, that's <laughs> better than a billion. $960 million off. <laughs> well, but still way more than I thought. And and then they ended up laying everybody off. So Everybody? Uh, a lot. Even Daniel O'Brien? I don't know. Oh. I don't know. So it was uh, 2016 they sold for. So in well, then they, they sold in 2016. 2016 so. Oh, then they didn't let off Daniel O'Brien because I've watched him do stuff in oh, last okay. year. Uh, Blake, what's your up down? Uh, they're still digging on Oak Island. <laughs> Is that the up or the down? Both. Both. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jim Rome's back on podcast. TV. That's down. That's down. Oh, epic! <laughs> You're not. I'm a clone. All right, there. I said it. Oh no, the the. I like Jim Rome. I 
started hating Jim Rome, uh, the whole... Uh, when Jim, Jim Everett, Everett punched thing. him was one of the greatest moments in sports history. Oh, come on. Just because he had Chrissy Evans on. It, it, it's Everett, not Evans. And I'm actually shocked. That was and I, I, I'm sorry, that was a disgusting display of whatever he was trying to do. Yeah, he's being an asshole. He was. You call me, call me Chrissy one more time, I'm going to come across this table and, and beat the crap out of you. Okay, Chrissy, <laughs> what do you expect him to do? <laughs> well, Rome did it to make a name for himself, and Blake fell for it. Obviously. But, uh, uh, that yeah. was actually probably his best throw he actually made, though. <laughs> yeah. Phenomenal. Considering it was. You're <laughs> yes. absolutely right. You know, but uh, there's a reason why his nickname was Chrissy Everett. But anyways... Because uh, here's Jim something Rome that's gave good it to for him. You. It wasn't his no, nickname. No, it wasn't Jim Rome. That's what everybody was calling him because no. he was such a pussy in the pocket. No, it was only he, Jim he, Rome. He would, he would crumple and dive. No, the criticism was he was a woman in the pocket because he couldn't take a hit. And so that got, of course, you know, extrapolated into Jim Rome and other people making up nicknames for Chris Everett because of his lack of uh, stamina for standing in the pocket and taking hits, which nowadays in the concussion era makes sense. You're like, screw that. I ain't taking a concussion. And, and honestly, is comparing him to Chris Everett a bad thing in that? Chris his, sa- his stamina is terrible? I mean... <laughs> no, the, the criticism was that he stood in the pocket like a girl. Of course, back in that day... Yeah, I was saying, though, but comparing him to Chris Everett would be, should be a yes. good thing because Chris Everett was one of the best at what she did. She's uh, still an all-time great in women's tennis, who uh, was second for, uh, or first for most second-place finishes in majors. And I think she's won the most, non like, all tournaments in, in singles. If you're well, the, you know, talk to Johnny McEnroe about that. Oh, he's a douchebag, too. <laughs> uh, if you have, uh, you're playing the Hobie Bingo game at home. Uh, if you have Chris Everett and Chrissy Everett, that's two squares right there. But it was Jim Everett, not Chris Everett. Well, Blake made this, so it was Chris Everett. So I'm sorry. Chrissy Everett. Uh, just give you some, I, oh, I do sorry. have some breaking news, though. What's that? Uh, we have entered into a contract to purchase a house. Whoa! Whoa. So you're buying yes. your in-laws' house? No. Oh. So <laughs> they, they going to live with you then? No. They are kicking Not you, yet. They're kicking you out. No. Are you it, moving to Dayton, Ohio? Is it a small no. house? No. Oh. Yeah, the whole purpose of uh, moving out was to get like a, a first-floor semi-modern ranch so we can take in parents as they age or take care of somebody and downsize. But apparently that wasn't in the plan for the female perspective. <laughs> the plan was to get bigger. Oh, as the girls move out, yeah, the exactly. house gets bigger. The, exactly. I don't know how that worked out. But anyways, so I went along with it and I said, you know, uh, we came in about $40,000 less than what their asking price was. And I okay. kind of in the back of the mind originally, I was like, Boy, they're going to reject this. No, they came back twenty thousand less and say, "Hey, we'll meet you in the middle." Here you go, boom. <laughs> I was like, "Oh shit!" Do you get a butler with this house? No. Oh, me. Oh, yeah. Just get a maid. Yeah. Is just it Nell Carter? Me. Just because they came back and said, "We'll meet you in the middle," doesn't mean you have to accept it. No, no, no. You don't know how to buy a house. You have to. Then. That's when you look at them and say. No, I made an offer. That's what I'm willing to pay. No. <laughs> Blake said that. The female perspective said no. Yeah, that was uh, yeah. Basically, what it was, they 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 literally came back and and uh, ironically put in with the what we were willing to pay. Did you like the house? 
Yeah, it was okay. But you know what? The more I think about it, it's growing on me. I'm getting more excited. Okay. By the day. When do you move in? A month or so? Yeah, a month and a half. Oh, okay. Yeah. Are you going to miss your in-laws? In theory, it's all based upon inspections, of course. Yeah. You know, yeah. No, no, no. I saw um, House Poor and some of these renovation shows. No, that's on House H- Hunters. No, 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 no. no. On oh. HGTV, House Poor. They have one called yeah. House Poor? Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, I don't it's know It's from like one. 2010, 2011. These people run out of money because they buy a house. Or the one I was yeah. going to refer to is they decide not to get an inspection done. Because the owner said, we're not selling it to you for that price unless you refuse to get an inspection. And they said yes. And then they realized they had $50,000 in pipes and electrical issues. (laughs) We will only accept it. Because they're idiots! Is that in California? It was in Canada, actually. Oh, God. Why would you not do an inspection? Actually, we had friends that looked at a house. Unless you were knowledgeable of it. Oh, they looked at a looked at a house. They're looking to buy a house, and the people were on vacation, so they talked to their uh, uh, realtor. Their, realtor, thank you. And and the, apparently they said something like, um, "Yeah, we won't. Yeah, if they don't get an inspection, mm-hmm. or something like they said, oh yeah, we'll offer this or whatever. We need an inspection. They said no on the inspection, so they're like." We're gone. Yeah, why would you take or, that? Or that's what it was. The realtor was on vacation. Yeah. So the realtor came back, and he said, why did you say that? And so the realtor called him up, and they're like, no, no, we'll, we'll. And they're like, not too late. Yeah. <laughs> that is a bad idea. There we go. That's, there's your bad idea of the week. <laughs> Never buy a house without an inspection. Okay, Blake, I hear there's a rumor that this new house you have <clears throat> might have a room for a game room. That is correct. Where you can invite your friends over to play games. Now that if, is correct. Now if you only can get some friends. Um, now that I'm going to have this extra space, yeah, I could take a, a room. I can make it my Dungeons and Dragons, Dragons room. Yeah, exactly. I may actually show up then. Make it an actual game room. Only and, if we uh, paint it to look like a cave with could happen. stone walls. Or a castle. Yeah. Castle and then have actual like... Uh, or paint, paint it to make it look like inside of an inn. Oh, there you See? go. Yeah. Nerds. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Actually, you know what I'm going to do? Have you met us? Actually, what I'm going to do is I'll, I'll probably see if I can get Larry Elmore to come out. Oh. And paint my room. Give you a mural. Yeah. That would be awesome. awesome. That would cost. But if you can't Too get Larry El- Elmore, you can get the guy who did the uh, 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 spray paint on the side of the van. <laughs> yeah, that the wizard. <laughs> no, the the airbrush painting on the side of the van. Airbrush wizard on your wall. So How you have your own room exactly. now in a month and a half. Yes. Are you going to watch fake adult films then? You uh, sent you sent this in. Yes, <laughs> I did not want to look at this article online at work. So uh, could this you is important. This? Yeah, you got to set this up for everybody. I mean, Go ahead. I, I, I always find interesting news items to provide for news of the you day. You do. Please explain what this is. Oh, my goodness. I really don't know anything about this stuff, but there's been a flurry of articles in the, in the, within the past week regarding fake adult films where they've taken app. You can take app technology now, and you can literally graft anybody's face onto a porn person's face and therefore watch fake adult porn with celebrities... So athletes, someone po- you're attracted to, you I can mean, put you in the middle there. of your favorite porn is what you're saying. Oh, so, yeah. Ted Cruz, you know. Oh yeah. <laughs> and so apparently this is a real thing. There, and I, it, it, all of a sudden, like within this week, all you know, my news feed, 
all of a sudden he has all this, you know, fake uh, adult film and fake porn. And basically the uh, writer is talking about this needs to stop because you could take anybody's face, Chris a Pratt. picture of anybody's there face you go. and superimpose them on one of the, uh, you know, performers and whatever the hell you want to watch. And, you know, you know, the bulk of the stories were how uh, appalling and negative this was. And now how people can get flooded with fake porn with their face on it, and then you have to start, you know, you, you being able to use it as an embarrassing tool or a weaponized tool, you know, etc. Well, but for as soon as you know that whatever. this tool is out there, now it's like, well, so you put my head on someone's body. That's right. You well, can put well, your like, favorite I'm Hobie. afraid of that. <laughs> so <laughs> we favorite could, Hobie on your so favorite you could, So, time out. You could actually put, uh, you could see get a scene between Matthew Broderick having bestiality sex with Sarah Jessica Parker. That would be hot. Just switch their faces. Yeah, just put Matthews on one person, and then Sarah's on the horse. Because yeah. it'll probably match up pretty easily. Yeah, oh, I would say e- very easily. Why the long face? Uh. <laughs> Poor, <Sarah. laughs> Poor SJP. Yeah. She's never so, going to come on the show. So I, I'm taking this past that. I'm like, does this mean that someday we can just go ahead and replace Hayden Christensen in the prequels? Yes. Only if George Lucas is dead. No, but I mean, if, if I, I, I could take it, and I could, you know, just be for my personal use. Oh, but okay. I'll put Chris Pratt in the prequels instead mm-hmm. or something, or maybe myself. I'll be Anakin Skywalker. You're, you're a little less you whiny. Could. You're a little less whiny. Uh, the problem is you probably still have the same voice. Actually, I think full, <laughs> I think full Jeff head on little Anakin would be very <laughs> would be awesome. Full gray beard. Yeah. <laughs> Are you an on twelve-year-old Anakin, right. yeah, <laughs> yeah, but but that's correct. That the faces and everything, it takes the picture, and as far as the, the mouth movements, the speaking movements, it literally grafts it onto the original video. So this is like a pretty shocking technology that uh, I guess it's starting to make its way up well, and through the you know the sick annals of American <laughs> the <anal>. world social <laughs> media. So well the thing is that they he said anal. Yeah. <laughs> they were talking about it uh cuz there's been celebrities that have sued these porn sites because they yes. do uh not video but they used to do photos and they used to put their heads on it. Yeah. So there was a lot of women that started and men even that started suing because yeah. they would have these pictures, and it's like, oh my god, look at her naked, and, you know. No, and it's that's like, not me. No, no, that's not now, me. Now it's going to be full action video. No, that's not me. <laughs> Seth Rogen is like, no, no, you can put me in there. That's fine. No, yeah. Seth, we don't want that. No, no, please put me in. Speak for yourself, Jason. My bad. My bad. To each zero. To each zero. Speak on something dirty. Uh, Disney. Uh, we did a Disney pull of the week this week on Bad Ideas podcast. Uh, also, to let you know we're on WeBeGeeksPC.com every Wednesday. Uh, we're on Geek Life Radio, 10 a.m. Eastern, 9 a.m. Central, every Friday. And uh, we're also on Danger Entertainment. And what else? We're on Tangent Bound Network and Nerdly.co.uk. I will be, uh, my articles are up there too for reviewing Black Lightning uh, all year, uh, all season, sorry. And uh, there's a new gamer uh, review uh, article coming out next week. Uh, just to let everybody know. Stars a guy. Stars stars an excellent reviewer called the boy. Yes, my son is going to be joining me for reviewing uh, board games uh, and tabletop games and card games and even video games. Mm-hmm. So, so when do you guys uh, review Dungeons and Dragons? Uh, no, we're going to Lost <laughs> Woods. You get that's about lucky. First one we're doing is a Monopoly gamer uh, Mario version. So, uh, but anyway, so on Bad Ideas podcast uh, on Twitter, 
we had tw- uh, the poll of the week. We had two this week. We had what is the best Disney animated film? We've been that, doing that this was for our, a while. That was our real poll. Yes. Yeah, they, uh, we have a fake poll this well, week too, right? Yes. Uh, let's see. We've had Fantasia, Bambi, Alice in Wonderland, Peter Pan, and Robin Hood all go on to the next round. Sure. So now we're getting more current movies. Uh, this week was The Fox and the Hound. Isn't that a hound uh, dog? What's that? Isn't that a pub? A pub? I don't think so. Yeah, it is. I think that's the bull and ox. No, fox and hound. Oh, is it? Yeah. No, oh, I'm out of the room. It's like anyway, the Sizzler. <laughs> is it? Yeah. Everybody's going to the Sizzler. Uh, Black Cauldron, which is very dark uh, for the time. Almost killed the Disney uh, brand completely. Yeah. Great Mouse Detective, which is, I love that movie, but a lot of people don't like it or haven't seen it. And Who Framed Roger Rabbit. I was hesitant to put this in, but it is an animated film, and it is in Disney's... Is it in... Yes. It's officially in Disney's... It's officially in Disney's realm, so that's why I did it. Uh, Not that they use Disney characters, but it was distributed by mm -hmm. Disney? They bought the rights eventually, and it is in canon for them. So I I checked with our, um, our intern, Esmeralda, and then I almost texted number one fan Disney aficionado Doug, but I didn't. But uh, so we did this, and frame, Who Framed Roger Rabbit is included, uh, winning fifty-five percent of the vote. Who Framed Roger Rabbit? I was actually surprised by that. I hated that movie. Oh, I'm not surprised by it. People love that movie. Why? She wasn't I'm, bad. She was just drawn that way. That's why. Only when it's funny. The baby annoyed me. Roger Rabbit annoyed me. Bob Hoskins kind of annoyed me. But Jessica Rabbit She annoyed didn't. me. Hubba, hubba, How could hubba. Jessica Rabbit annoy Easy. you? Now, this was the second poll of the week, and this was an actual poll. She I was actually shocked by looking. how many people voted. Um, Nikki from New Zealand, our favorite New Zealander. Uh, good day, mate. She asked, which is better, Riverdale or Dawson's Creek? She wanted a poll. That was the fake poll. Uh, right. We had a lot of people vote. And it was a dead even, 50-50%. Two votes. <laughs> uh, Dawson's Creek was winning for a while, and then Riverdale took over for a long time. Because and at that's the end, Nikki voted Dawson's Creek, and you voted Riverdale. I can't vote if I make the poll. It's you very can create upset. a... I voted Dawson's Creek. Account. Esmeralda actually voted for you? me. Yeah. yeah, I voted Dawson's Creek. Yeah. And there, were, there were like at least 12 votes when I voted. Oh, there was a lot more at yeah. the end. <laughs> Because I'm not kidding, I think it was kind of like a wide Earp thing, Winona Earp or whatever it's yeah. called. The last like couple of hours, a lot of people, people were won. voted. I'm like, the fuck's voting? <laughs> so, anyways, I did not vote. I would have chose Saved by the Bell. Oh, I didn't think about adding that. That wasn't one of the choices <laughs> that Nikki wanted, though. So there you go. You can follow us on the History of Bad Ideas on Facebook as well, and uh, let's do some listener feedback. Uh, before we go to listener feedback, I do have a quick thing. You guys were asking what was going on in 2009. We got some answers for you. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Slumdog Millionaire won Best Picture, so okay. nobody cared about it because it was Did, a horrible film. Wow, completely disagree. Go ahead. Uh, the Cardinals and Pittsburgh were in the Super Bowl. That was I love the Cardinals, but nobody really cared about that Super Bowl. Well, I did. I was really, I did too. I was really I was... rooting against Pittsburgh in that one. Uh, let's see. Uh, at the Grammys, Robert Plant and Allison Krauss took home the most awards. That was a good song. Uh, let's see here. And uh, just to let you know, the top TV shows that year, American Idol. Uh, we're getting rid of football because, you know, football well, kills everything. Besides, yeah, football wins uh, it all. NCIS. Still love top show. Uh, NCIS Los Angeles. The Mentalist. Two and a Half Men. Ugh. CSI. Dancing with the Stars. Big Bang Theory. Criminal Mind. Grey's Anatomy. And The Good Wife were some of the top shows. 
Well, I like Criminal Minds and The Good Wife. 60 Minutes was up there, and same with Desperate Housewives. I was a big fan of The Mentalist. I heard that was decent. I never did watch it, so I can't say I disliked it. Well, maybe that would be my down, since I watched The Mentalist. I went back and watched uh, Simon Baker's show before that, The Guardian. How was that? That that is awful. (laughs) Him and Dabney Coleman. Yeah, not good. Oh, God. Oh, you well, just no, that was Dabney Coleman. That was Buffalo Bill, wasn't it? That, that was a little bit after Buffalo <laughs> oh. Bill. <laughs> Dabney Coleman was really good at Hot to Trot. <laughs> what was that other terrible Dabney Coleman show? Uh, oh, I'll get it. Give me a second. <laughs> Go ahead, Blake. What's our listener feedback here? All right. Uh, this week's The Bomb listener oh. feedback <laughs> is not brought to you by Obnoxious Self aggrandizing award shows marred with their political statements and exhortations and rife with bullshit political statement whatever so you like the grammys this year no yeah sure i didn't even watch does anybody no okay apparently uh, uh one quarter of the last year's grammys did uh audience <laughs> didn't watch didn't. So. exactly so what's doug say anyways doug this is from number one Fan? Doug. Can't give yourself a nickname? Eight pants. Exactly. Anyways, he starts off with a question in which probably half our show is based on tonight. Yes. Says, uh, what do you think of Ryan Reynolds' rebooting a Clue movie? Now, if you're a longtime listener of this show, Clue movie is a very important, very, very important aspect of this show. Let us in, let us in. Let us out, let us out. Blake, you liked that movie, didn't you? Yes, I did. Okay, I thought you did. I thought you did. I thought we I'm at least agreed bored. on that. Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, we all love that movie. To make a long story We do. Short. Too late. Why'd it's a Hobie favorite. Why'd your car stop? It was scared. <laughs> or stall, I think it was. It was uh, scared. Let me, let, before we get into what we all think about that, uh, I do want to let you know we had this in the News of the Geek. So, uh, so I'll, we're jumping I'll, ahead. Yeah, per movie web, 20th Century Fox... A long gestating Clue remake is finally moving forward with the studio bringing on Ryan Reynolds to produce and develop, which is being crafted as a star vehicle for him as well. Shocking. The studio is also in talks with Deadpool and Deadpool 2 writers Rhett Reese and Paul Wernick to write the screenplay. Uh, Reynolds signed a three-year first-look deal with the studio to develop new projects through his Maximum Effort production company, and the Clue project will be the first movie under this deal. Uh, it's considered a huge get for Fox Chairman CEO Stacey Snyder and Vice Chairperson Emma Watts. Isn't that she an actress? That's Watson. Oh, okay. Uh, project was here's the fun part. The project was originally in development at Universal for a number of years, with Gore Verbinski originally attached to it. Of uh, the Pirates of the Caribbean yes. director fame. They dropped the project in 2011. Then in 2016, the remake moved to 20th Century Fox with the studio teaming with Hasbro's new film production arm, All Spark Production Pictures. Uh, MovieWeb's own report from August 2016 revealed 20th Century Fox wanted to make the board game adaptation a worldwide mystery, kind of like Carmen Sandiego. And I think we actually talked about this. Then why not make Carmen Sandiego? No. (laughs) I'll get to that in the News of the Geek. Ooh. With action-adventure elements that would spawn a new franchise for the studio. We don't need a fucking franchise. No, Clue works best as a standalone. Uh, if, with the new writers coming on board, they don't know if it's going to keep that same approach or go different. It wasn't a, the original, which we all love, and it got a yeah. huge cult following. Yes. It was not a uh, huge box office hit, grossing just $14.6 million. 
Um, let's see. What remains clear, unclear is if Ryan Reynolds plans on keeping the now infamous triple ending intact. If you saw the original, there's three endings. Depending on uh, the what, theater. what print your movie, your local movie theater got. Yep. And uh, on the was DVD, what ending you saw. And on the VHS, it had all three endings. Yes. Which is kind of fun. I really enjoyed that. And on DVD, the fun part was it could randomly just play one of the endings for you, so you I didn't like have that. to watch all the endings. You could have just gotten the story as one ending like you would have saw in the theater. But it could have happened like this. Uh, director Jonathan Lynn at the time shot three separate endings, and during a theatrical release, and uh, theaters all across the country received only one of the three uh, endings at random, like you said. Uh, let's see, they showed all three endings on the home video with a final ending saying what really happened. There's also a fourth ending that was filmed, although the director had it removed and it never saw the light of day. I believe there is out there... Um, what is it? Not, I have not heard this It's before. like a sketch. Uh, what do you call it? Not screenplay, but uh, they drew the drawings of like how everything... Oh, finished. storyboard? Storyboard, thank you, uh, of it. And I can't remember it, so I will try to find it on it throughout the show tonight. Yeah, or at least, yeah, after we record and throw it up on yeah. Facebook or something. If we so they never that. never actually recorded the fourth thing. It was just on storyboard oh, okay. and never made it to so. action, live action so. filming. Yes. That would be interesting to see what it was, and why did they drop it? Monetary reasons? They could only afford three? Or maybe they just don't want to do too many. They thought three was a good number. Yeah, four might have been too many. Yeah. I think they should have done eight with all different ca- every character doing one. Now, that would have been fun. Yeah. But then that would have been way too much. Yes, that would have been perfect for DVD. Yeah. But in the theaters, you can see the one. Unfortunately, yeah. back then, there was no DVD. It was only VHS. VHS, that's right. It'd be kind of hard to skip around. So, uh, what are you guys excited about this? I won't say excited, but I'm not against it. I don't okay. hate the idea of doing a remake as long as they do it completely different. Like, I don't want them to do the, a, remake. This, a remake. Like, oh, we're going to do it all in this one house, and it's going to be a dinner party, and somebody dies, and blah, blah, blah. I don't want them to follow that okay. formula. If they do it completely different, I'm fine with it, you know. Maybe a sorority house, and you could be Van Wilder. Yeah, you could do it that way. Yeah. That would be cool. Raj, the rise of. Oh, Taj, the rise yeah. of Taj. No, yeah. don't do that. Okay. Jim, you got it? I got it. Here's the fourth ending was cut because Landis and Lynn either didn't really think it was that good John or they Landis. decided it was yeah. too dark for the tone of the rest of the movie. Unfortunately for them, they forgot to tell Michael McDowell, who was working on the novelization for the film. Thanks to the gaffe and the Clue storybook that they put out as a kitty novelization with pictures and everything, the infamous fourth ending was preserved, and now we can talk about, uh, talk about it and imagine what could have been. Well, what could have happened? Ending four... Wadsworth begins his explanation by telling everyone that Professor Plum is a murderer. And just in ending three, he explains that Professor Plum knew Mr. Body was still alive. Except that Professor Plum couldn't have killed the cook, so of course he was working with Mrs. Peacock the entire time. Case closed. But not so fast. Professor Plum demands his own chance to speak up and points out that Wadsworth has done all the talking so far. He knew where the secret passages were, he explains to the other guests... And now the gun's missing, right? Everyone, empty out your pockets and purses. Whoever has the gun shot the singing telegram girl. Wadsworth pulls out the gun of his own pocket and begins to confess to all the murders after all. In this version, he's not Mr. Body, just a butler. He, he, in this version, he's not Mr. Body, just the butler. So why did he do it? Because all his life he wanted to be perfect. He wanted to be the perfect husband, but his wife killed herself. He wanted to be the perfect butler, 
but then he was driven to killing his boss. So then he decided that he would at least commit the perfect murder, but that it wouldn't be fun without an audience. Jeez. <laughs> this uh, episode brought to you by Hobie Playhouse. Read to you by Jim. <laughs> wow. So anyways, are you excited now, Jim? Again, I'm probably the least of the Clue fans here. Mm. And we making it, eh. If they do, I do hope they do the triple ending or do a multiple ending thing. Or so, yeah, something different. Yeah, something different. I was against it until Ryan Reynolds got into it. Then I kind of intrigued to see what he does. I'm okay with that, especially if it has the Deadpool writers. If it's a different take on it, I have no issue with it's that. A different take, and it's got to have the humor to it still. Yeah, yeah. Blake, uh, if Ryan Reynolds wasn't involved in it, I'd probably be more, you know, skeptical. Yeah. But I do kind of like Ryan Reynolds, and if they do take it and put their own spin on it to make it their own, similar to a la Jeff was talking about, mm-hmm. then I would be full-on in it. If they just tried to do a complete remake, then I'd be like, whatever. Um, so there you go, and we are drafting a new team, a new cast for the Clue movie a little bit later on, too. One question, though. Yeah. What if they got away from comedy and did it as a pure like Serious? mystery whodunit? thing, kind of a la like a murder on the, murder on the yeah. Express type thing. Ugh, I don't know. I mean, obviously with Ryan Reynolds well involved, done, it, I'm fine with be. any. I'm fine with anything as long as it's well done. Yeah. Um, I hope it brings out a Hasbro uh, vi- uh, board game line. Uh, you know, I hope they take a serious take on Hungry Hungry Hippos. Uh, I hope they do shoots and ladders. You can uh, go to Pornhub for that. Yeah. I'm hungry, hungry hippos. Yeah, and she's yeah. oh, I don't know. I I saw, I saw a, a video online where they had real life, a real person, hungry, hungry hippos. Like they yes, had, you saw that. Yes, where yeah, with the the boards and the yeah the boards the where you roll baskets. people. Yeah, yeah the boards exactly. that was hilarious. That was good. Uh, what else we got in listener feedback? All right, back to our bomb listener feedback. Not brought to you by self aggrandizing award shows that. People who are there really only care about it. But anyways, uh, following up on duties for Canadian of the Year. Yeah, he's a duty. You know, this is a very prestigious award. Yes. And uh, Besotted Geek won it this year. I'll be honest, with his dedication the last couple weeks, I feel Mm -hmm. like we made the right choice. Yes, he is, uh, you know, setting new standards of expectations for future Canadians of the Year. Take a hint, Deb. And he said, uh, for my next task as Hobie Canadian of the Year, which was won in our Floppy Awards, so you have to go back and listen. December 26th. Exactly. Episode. In lieu of giving you each $200, those were U.S. American dollars. America. Not Canadian. Uh, which seems tacky as well as shady. Yeah, because we make the rules. <laughs> I have made a donation of said amount in each of your names to the Human Fund. It's as good as an IOU, which is as good as money. For those that don't know, the Human Fund. Great uh, charity. Great, great charity. charity. Set up by George Costanza of Seinfeld fame. And, um, yes, I, I, we appreciate that. That is very deep. That's right. Very deep. We uh, are funding future architects. You know what? Scholarships. I, I, didn't get, I, I didn't ask you guys this before, but I think we should all donate at least $100 and give a donation to the Human Fund in honor of Esotic Geek for the Canadian Fund, too. For Canadian of the Year. I can do that. Okay, good job. I would, but it has to be Canadian dollars. That's fine. That's okay. fine. 
I can or pay an IOUs. Canadian tire money. Tire money. Tire money and IOUs. Yes, take it out of my salary. Okay. And I got in <laughs> my hobby vid- salary. I got in uh, baseball uh, and batting cage tokens, so that's what I'm going to donate in. So there you go. What about Chuck E. Cheese coins? Uh, we would, but Jeff's not allowed in there. Remember, the, uh, but I, but I, but I do know the exchange rate for Chuck E. Cheese coins to Bitcoins one to one. What is a Bitcoin? Could you explain? No, never mind. It's, <laughs> it's moving on. Unfor- unfortunately, that was a false story, but it was so funny. <laughs> you know what I'm talking yes, about? Yes, I know what you're talking about. The guy that got arrested for selling Chuck E. Cheese coins as Bitcoins. True story. It Looked was up. not true story. <laughs> I did look it up. It wasn't true. <laughs> how, many bi- how many Bitcoins go into a shroot buck? Oh. Ooh. I would say 80. 10, 10 to 1. Okay. I was going to say 8 to 1, but okay. And how many Stanley Nichols is that? Radishes. 800. <laughs> so you're paying in shroot bucks? Too? I'm paying in shroot bucks. Okay, good call. Yes, on the radish scale. <laughs> this is all as good as IOU, so you're welcome, Besotted. What all else right. we got? Then, oh, we got some news from Scab Jeff, who has not made an appearance yet since the Floppy Awards, right? He has not. We're going to ask him back on for the Oscars, before the Oscars. Excellent. Yeah, because we need his uh, annual Oscar predictions. He yes. usually is horrible at it, but yes, yes we are waiting for it. Yeah, he is our resident expert on this. <laughs> By expert, you mean... <laughs> well, he actually watches all the movies. Oh, yeah. He doesn't get them right. No. But... Uh, Remember the time La La Land won Best Picture? Yeah. I don't know from Scab Jeff. I'm not sure where this comes from, but he says, is it just me or does Jason Clark from Mudbound look exactly like Blake? Kind of makes watching the movie distracting. Uh, We will put that up here in just a second. Uh, Is Jason, does Jason Clark look like Blake? Jeff, back me up here. If Blake was... Hit in the face a couple of times with a frying pan. I will say you're more attractive than Jason Clark. Thank I, won't, you. I won't say exactly like him. But it is very similar. Maybe after an all-night binge. <laughs> yeah, where I, I didn't that, get to yeah. shave and my hair's all out of whack, maybe. I'll give you that. It looks like someone like hit you in the face with a frying pan or something. That, that's what you would look like if that happened. <laughs> and your hair got all out of whack. Uh, I'm going to go get a frying pan. I'm going to test this theory out. <laughs> well, at least one of the Tom and Jerry frying pans that make your face look like that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> one of those. All right. But uh, hopefully he was able to get through Mudbound. All right. Uh, this one is... <sighs> from Dev, the Psy Guy. Another uh, Shot of History podcast kicks off with uh, the month of February for African American history. Yes. So uh, they're having a special month run for that. If you could remake any horror movie with Muppets, which would it be? Maybe we can commission Jay Fosgett to draw these, I was about to say racists at the expo. No, yeah. recasts at the <laughs> expo this year. Uh, Jay Fosgett, uh, he was actually on our show. Uh, I believe it was two years ago yes. uh, we interviewed him. Uh, so check that out if you go back a hundred and something episodes ago. Sorry, Expo ones. Uh, he does a lot. Uh, he does a lot of different um, uh, art, uh, artwork and comic books. He does a lot of his own uh, uh, stories as well in that. So check him out online. But he did do some drawings of Muppets. Uh, Dev actually wrote this on Twitter to us, and he's a friend of Jay's. 
The funny thing is, though, I, I think I've seen some of these actually on Facebook. Yeah, you? here's yeah, the best. If you saw some of the commissions he yeah. did for Dev, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But here's the funny thing: Dev didn't realize he was doing Muppet horror mo- characters. He never did. He never saw these, so it was out of the blue. And Jay's like, "Yeah, I did do them. Here they are." Oh, he did them already. <laughs> so I am actually thinking I might be doing a commission because Black Lagoon creature from Black Lagoon is my favorite. Yeah. So I'm thinking I might have to do this. I might have to have him uh, do one. Well, my choice would have been uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Who would you use? Or Gonzo has to be uh, Freddy Krueger. Oh, oh yeah. I would have done Fozzie. <laughs> no. No. Gonzo. Gonzo. Fozzie could be yeah. Pennywise. No. I was going to say It. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to Fozzie as it. it. Oh, I would pick, like, Beaker to be It or something. No. Or, oh, or the Swedish, Swedish Chef. chef. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I I wanted the uh, the original Friday the 13th. The yeah, original, so yeah, not because, Jason. Yeah, because then you could have, like, uh, all those Muppets having sex and then getting killed. <laughs> Because that's what happened in Friday the 13th. That is what happened. That's right. But there was no Jason in Friday the 13th. Exactly. One of our best names of our podcast, Jason Voorhees, a patient man. Yes. <laughs> I remember that episode fondly because I wasn't on it. <laughs> that's that's when I was recovering from furry rabies. And yes, Scab, that's Scab right. Jeff got a new nickname that, that right. week. That's how Scab <laughs> Jeff became Scab Jeff, filling in for Jeff. He crossed the picket lines. He did. Uh, the next, we had uh, Des Hassing, our oh, most right. educated uh, Hobie listener. He said, uh, will the Bright sequel be good? Now, I still haven't seen the original one. Yeah, I, I haven't seen it either. It doesn't appeal I, to me. Yeah, I, I looked at it and just, eh. Uh, it yeah, actually exactly. appeals to me if it wasn't Will Smith. Yeah, that's right. Kinda, it's a Will Smith. Yeah, yes, yeah. it's kind of mm-hmm. awkward that Will Smith is in this. Yeah, I mean, that's, I just don't. And I could be wrong. It's just I don't know. Will Smith tends to Will Smith things up like Suicide Squad. So uh, yeah. I have not seen this yet. So, so I the, don't so the know. The answer is yes. Yes, it, it'll be just as good as the first. Sure, it'll be. We can guarantee it. <laughs> then oh. uh, next we got uh, Professor Number One and Doctor Number One. Wrapping it up uh, this week for the bomb listener feedback. Are you happy? Boss Baby got an Oscar nomination or sad that emoji movie didn't. Did he ask this using sad emojis and happy emojis? No, I'm kind of disappointed there wasn't a sad face in this uh, I know. question here. Thank you, Professor Number face. One. At no Dr. happy number face, one. no sad faces. You didn't use a single emoji when discussing the emoji movie. Yeah. But I guess the thing about the Emoji Movie, uh, true story, at least it, it is because I saw it on the internet. Okay. I guess, uh, you know, one of the Middle Eastern countries allowed, you know, Hollywood movies to be shown for the first time widespread throughout its borders, and they picked the Emoji Movie. As the first movie to start it. Yes, as the first movie to start it, and the, sub, the subtitle was, Why Did They Torture Their People Like This? <laughs> Ooh. No, that's that's a bad no. You know what they did? They said, "Okay, we'll show you an American movie," and now they'll never want to see and another never American movie. They'll never want to see another one again. Exactly. That They're was like, actually good thinking. Yeah, we're like, uh, a we don't get it. It was terrible. Why do Americans want to watch this crap? We'll pass. Exactly. And the next movie available was Boss Baby. <laughs> But at least it had an Oscar nomination. <laughs> Academy Award nomination. Yeah. Boss now, 
stand by for our most outstanding non-title movie. Non-titled theme music. We have draft day theme music. That's what I meant, but it's not the title theme music, but it's our best non-title theme oh, music. Oh, our best theme music it. outside of the, the, uh, the title the show's theme. Oh, we yes. gotcha. Do, do we want to edit this out and change that around? Or are we just going to no. edit out my stupidity part? <laughs> yes. Or are we going straight into the going music? Going straight into it. I tried to edit last week. What do we want? Draft day! Draft day, draft day, I want a draft day. Hopey, 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 hopey. Draft day, draft day, we need a draft day. Hopey, hopey, history bad ideas, yeah! Draft day! All right, for those of you who don't know, draft day is when we pick a movie, TV show, group of people... And draft replacements if we were presenting it as our own. As soon as someone is picked, no one else can draft that said person, and we have to fill the slots. This week we are doing Clue, as we hinted at earlier. And uh, the draft positions for this draft day, we have Wadsworth, the butler, Mrs. Peacock, Wife of the U.S. Senator, accused of accepting bribes for her husband's vote. Mrs. White, the Black Widow, her nuclear physicist husband and illusionist husband are died mysteriously. Professor Plum, a former professor of psychiatry, works for the WHO, had an affair with his patient. Mr. Green is gay, and it's a secret that would cost him his job at the State Department. Colonel Mustard, a war profiteer who sold stolen radio components on the black market, and Miss Scarlet, the owner of an illegal escort service. A lot of high-ranking officials went to. Uh, we're going to do a quick one here. I know there's a lot. There's four of us, so we're trying to get through this as quick as possible. Once you pick somebody, if you're new to the show, this area, uh, this segment, if you pick somebody, if Jeff picks somebody, nobody else can pick them. They're off the board. Jeff, Jeff, Jeff already explained that. Okay. Yeah, well, you were typing on your phone while I was going Sorry, over the rules. I apologize. Apologize. <laughs> Moving on. Okay, who goes first? I'll go first since okay. I just read everything. Are we snake drafting? No, it's not a snake draft. <laughs> Are we doing snake draft? We never did before, except when Blake complained about it. <laughs> Are we doing snake draft? No. Okay. What? First round. Um. Okay, uh, just for the hell of it, I'll start with my Wadsworth. Okay. And I'm going to pick Mr. Belvedere. Okay. Okay. Uh, uh, that's a good one. I do like that. An actual butler. Yeah, yeah. An he bottles. butler to be played by a butler. <laughs> and, and, and it'd be cool if he could say Wesley a lot, but Wesley. it's not a requirement. Jim, who's your pick? Uh, I will go with... Um, Robert Guillaume. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go oh, with, I'm sorry. I'll <laughs> go with my Smith Scarlet. Okay. And I will take the actress Rose Leslie, best known for playing... It greet in the Game of Thrones. Okay. Ah, Scarlet with the red hair. Yes. Uh, who are you going with? Uh, Talking about Egret? Yes. Okay. Who are you going with, Blake? First round pick. First round pick. You know, the first round pick, I got to go with the quarterback okay. of this film. Wadsworth? Got to go with Wadsworth. Mm-hmm. Right? But this is, I'm kind of like in a conundrum like the Browns are at this point in time. I got two quarterbacks that I really like. 
Yeah, but they both suck, probably. No, they're both really good. Okay. But no matter which one I pick, it's going to be doomed to sucky, suck, suck, okay. suckedness. Who's your pick? But I know this guy can pull it out because mm-hmm. no matter what movie he's in, he always plays a good role and makes the movie good. And he's unrecognizable from movie to movie. Tom so Brady. So I think he can do a really good job. And that's Tom Hardy. That's Wadsworth? Yes. You mean Tom Brady? No. I would take Tom Brady above Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy, because I know he's a great character actor, and he can play a great Wadsworth butler. Wadsworth was played by Tim Curry, just to let everybody know. No shit! Really? I'm letting the audience know. (laughs) Anybody who listens to this podcast should know Tim Curry played. Just refresh Unless Unless you're home video hustle, then they get the excuse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they're the too waiver. busy doing Dead or Alive too. That's <laughs> I, a good one. I don't guys. know. Or, apparently, Clue wasn't as big of a hit over in the UK as our friends at Three Six Five Flicks, who never heard of it before us, and they didn't get it when they watched it. I wouldn't <sighs> mock them, but I really like Nerdly, so I can't mock the Brits. <laughs> and they love us. I don't know why the Brits do love us. Ah, because they're a bunch of cheeky monkeys. They are. Because <laughs> they're laughing and saying we could be like them, but we're British, so we're not. <laughs> Uh, I am going to go with... We wear jackets. My Professor Plum, who is probably by Christopher Lloyd. He's the older guy. Yeah. I'm going different. I'm going Professor Plum. I'm going the the great John Cleese. I feel like he could pull it off. John Cleese can pull off anything. Yeah, but I thought but he, he would be the eccentric professor. He could have been Wadsworth as well. I, didn't, I, okay. don't, I don't want him I, carrying I, I, the film. I agree. John Cleese as a Plum is a good pick. I, I, I don't mm. think Cleese could carry one right now. And I like him as the older comedian in it. So, round two. Jeff, what do you got? All right. My second pick, I think I'll go with my Mrs. White. Okay. And I'm going to go with Betty White. I thought of that. I did think of that. That's clever, though. So, you got Belvedere and Betty White, which is the oldest cast so far. Okay. Uh, Jim, what do you got? I am going to go with my Wadsworth, Mm -hmm. and I'm going to go with uh, Peter Dinklage. Ooh. That's, a, that's going out. I think you're going Game of Thrones. A life-size <laughs> CGI Peter Dinklage? <laughs> no, no. Actual, actual size, size Peter Dinklage. Dinklage. Okay, I'm just checking. We have to clarify this. <laughs> it's going to be a lot of shootings in the kneecaps. That's Skyrim. Oh, sorry. Not sure. Game anyway, of moving on. What do you got, Blake? What's your second round pick? Man, you know, I think... Uh, Second round pick. I need a good colonel to go with my with my quarterback. Martin Maul in the movie, who played it great. Martin Maul played, of course, the Colonel Mustard, a war profiteer, stolen radio components on the black market. And uh, I think Colonel Mustard role would be filled wonderfully with the explicative driven performance of Samuel L. Jackson. He's very subtle Ooh, in his approach, so I think that could work. I do like that pick. That is, that is clever. Thank you very much. Uh, I'm going with my Mrs. White as well. Ooh, uh, run Black lights. Widow. Hey, hey, down the hall. <laughs> Talked about that last, two weeks ago. Uh, let's see here. Uh, she's Black Widow. Uh, she's, you know, very serious and demented. Aubrey Plaza from Legion and Parks and Rec. Not a bad pick. Yeah. I, like I like it. it. I like it. She has that look. But I would like her to be more animated in this. Not, I think you could get her to be. Wait, isn't she from, from Funny People? The movie that nobody thought was funny? 
Oh, God, yeah. Oh, oh she was in that? Yes. I didn't even remember. <laughs> no one does. She doesn't remember. <laughs> so I'm pretty happy with those two picks. Right. Okay, go ahead, Jeff. What's your third round pick? Uh, I'm going for my, my Miss Scarlet in the third round. Who's, yes. Who played Miss Scarlet in the movie? Uh, Leslie Ann Warren. Leslie Ann Warren, That's yes. And uh, I'm going to pick uh, Oran Ishii. Who's that? That is the character played by Lucy Liu in the Kill Bill movies. Okay. I like it. That's pretty harsh. Oh, yeah. I like that one. Okay. See, note to self, that wasn't on my draft board. That was not <laughs> on my draft board. I think we're going to beat Jeff at least. <laughs> Go ahead, Jim. What's your pick? Uh, mine, I will Jim. take my Colonel, mm-hmm. the Colonel Mustard. Yeah. Well, I originally had Ray Winstone down here. Mm-hmm. He's not in Game of Thrones. So I went with <laughs> Jerome Flynn instead. Ah, uh, good old Braun. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I don't former know. pop Ooh. star, apparently. Yes. <laughs> British pop star. Did he make sandcastles in the sand? No, that's a Canadian pop oh, star. Oh, sorry. Uh, Blake, what's your third round pick? Man, my third round pick. All right, let's see. We had a run on uh, White and Scarlet, right? Mm-hmm. And then Peacock. Uh, my third rounder. This is where I, I still need a good... Uh, I still need a good uh, position player. I need uh, a talented, skilled player, and that's got to be Professor Plum, right? Yes. Former professor of psychiatry, works at the World Health Organization, fair with his patients. I was thinking I need somebody who could pull this off with a good sense of humor as well, and maybe a little eccentric. The good humor man? I'm going with uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Interesting. Yeah, he is a professor. Yeah. Yes. And he will drop the mic. Yes, correct. <laughs> that, that was clever. That's clever. I don't like it, but that was clever. I like it. It's I actually, okay. I, I do like that. It's not bad. Thank you. So that's my third round yeah. pick. That's my skill player. Uh, that's a great value at third round. Thank you. So I'm doing third round here. I'm doing Mrs. Peacock, and the reason why I'm doing I my theory for this is between Professor Plum and Mrs. Peacock. They're the veterans. The veteran comedians that are pulling it together because yeah. she's a little bit older. Eileen Brennan was really, really funny and talented yes. in this mm-hmm. movie. But you have the older uh, veteran comedians that need to help out the yes. younger ones. Kind of like a football team. That's right. Mrs. Peacock, I'm going with, because I picture her crazy hair, would do well with it, Tracy Allman. Going with Tracy Allman. Because she's got crazy no, no, hair? No, 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 but her uh. voices, and I feel like her. I, I feel like oh, she's I, a little bit. I older. like it, veteran comedian. Yeah. Yeah. I like I Tracy like Allman. That's good. That's a good pick. I'm a little jealous. On your, that one. your hair reason though, just no. Well, no, no, no. That was just one of the reasons. <laughs> it stood out to she me. She could that I make thought. some crazy hair. She's got plenty of that. You know what? I feel like this actually might be one of my best draft days. It's we'll not saying much. That. It's not saying much. Yeah. Oh, by the way, since we're three rounds in, yeah. Who picks the winner of our drafts this week? Who do? Who should we pick? Uh, you want to do uh, Besotted Geek? I don't know. Is he a Clue fan? I don't know. Screw him. Maybe, maybe you can make it our fake poll of the week in addition to the Disney poll. Yeah, throw a poll. Who should who should vote for the draft day winner? Okay. Yes. I'll put it up right now, actually. Who should vote? Or just vote for the draft day winner. Oh, there you go. Let's just yeah. do that. <laughs> the person oh, picking. yeah. That's what I meant. Yes. <laughs> that's what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an idiot. I'm yeah. an idiot. Okay, moving on. That's two Round points. Four. Two points away from Jason. <laughs> well, don't don't put it up just yet because maybe we I won't. Watch, I won't. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll put a maybe put a link to where we have a a list so people can read it for those who want to vote and not listen. 
Yeah. We should at least make them at least read. <laughs> no, I don't know. We should at least get our I'll put it up tomorrow on Wednesday. Yes. <laughs> okay, go ahead, Jeff. Fourth round. Oh, the fourth round. This is where things get dicey. Um, I think I'm going to draft my uh, Mrs. Peacock. And in lieu of going with an actual peacock, <laughs> I'm deciding... Time to... out! If you went with a peacock, I would give you a point there. I'll give you a vote. <laughs> so, so I should just draft the peacock Yes, now? do a peacock. All right, I'm drafting a peacock. And Jeff just drafted a peacock. Okay. I don't want to know what that point does, but, <laughs> I don't know. but that was a clever one. Don't even tell us who it was. Ever? Nope. You uh-huh. got a peacock. <laughs> Okay. You, know, you don't want other teams picking your players for you. That's not <laughs> a good idea. Homeless people pick the Browns, and you see how that works. <laughs> you don't want Johnny Menzel on your team. Oh, and some, you also don't want Kevin Costner, yeah. apparently. In, in some Cleveland sports news, uh, Kevin Love out six to eight weeks with a broken hand. Ooh. So the trade value went up, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For LeBron. Are you serious? Yes. Oh, shit. Just crot. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. Well, uh, that season can't get any worse for the Cavs. You won a championship. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, that's uh, true. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> At uh, least we have a professional basketball team in Cleveland. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't really care to have no, one. No, you only care during uh, the championships. <laughs> <laughs> Jim, who's your fourth round? My fourth round, I'm going to take my Mr. Green. Oh, oh this is our first Mr. Green. First Mr. Yeah, Green. Green. First yeah, Mr. Green. Portrayed by Michael McKeon. Michael McKeon. Best uh, known as Lenny from Laverne and Shirley. <laughs> I originally thought Hugh Grant, but again, he was not on Game of Thrones. So I'll go with Alfie Allen. Uh, I don't know who Theon Greyjoy. Theon Greyjoy. Mm. The penisless Theon Greyjoy. <laughs> no, it's just half. He just cut half of it off. <laughs> oh, <they're just> half. <laughs> uh, he, he's that also the, the, the brother of Lily Allen, the famous singer. And the son of Keith Allen, veteran actor, who uh, I most know from the uh, 1990s version of Robin Hood, or early 2000s, uh, Robin Hood television show on the BBC. Sure. I only know Alfie from Game of Thrones. (laughs) Blake, what's your fourth round? Let's get through this here. Oh, my fourth round. I got one, two, three, four. We have seven rounds. Yes. All right, man. I'll tell you what. I'm starting to get in the middle, the middle of the pack here, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm just going to have to do uh, my Mrs. White. Okay. And I got to put her in just because I want to put her in. But you know, I think of Black Widow. I think is Scarlett Johansson. So oh. I'm thinking I would like to see ScarJo challenged by a role of a mm-hmm. of a more senior person. I want her to play the Black Widow. Playing yeah. Mrs. White. I would like to see if she can make her boobs droopy. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. Uh, let's see here. So Scarlett Johansson was your pick. Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, I did not pick her to be Miss Scarlet because I thought that would be too obvious. <laughs> I'm going my Mr. Green right now too. And the first th- two names came up with this one because uh, he is everybody's a comedic relief in it, but he is kind of the straight man, but he gets these jabs in all the time. In the show, in the movie, I'm going Paul Rudd. I'm going Paul Rudd as my Mr. Green. I thought mm. people like you were called fruits. <laughs> I'm going home and sleeping with my wife. Uh, let's see here. Uh, fifth round, Jeff. What do you got? Oh, starting round five. Looks like I'm going to have to also go with my Mr. Green, and I'm going to go with uh, Dudley Dawson, aka Booger from <laughs> Revenge of the Nerds. Okay. 
Uh, Curtis Armstrong. As portrayed by Curtis I feel like Armstrong. You're going to be fighting mm. for this win. Uh, you, you haven't heard my last. Yeah, you already lost, Jason, because okay. this team is killer. You do have a peacock. <laughs> yeah, you you just picked actors to act in a movie. Anyone can do that. Apologize. Okay, I will, I'll go next. Yeah, I have my uh, Miss Peacock, the senior member, uh, like the older woman. Um, I was going to say Judy Dench, but she didn't appear in Game of Thrones, oh. so I'll have to go with Diane Rigg. Oh, <laughs> great! Who's your pick. Pick? I thought Judy Dench, but oh, then I yeah, uh, put Judy in Dench. Diane Rigg. Good one. That, that reminds me of Helen Mirren. Is she on somebody's list? For she, she's on someone's list. Uh, one of our viewers, yeah, listeners, good. they're that's viewers sweet. to me. I watch oh. this stuff on YouTube. <laughs> you watch YouTube. our logo sit there for two <laughs> yeah. and a half hours. Uh, Blake, what's your fifth round? All right, my fifth round pick. Uh, essentially, this is where you know what. Uh, I'll go ahead and get my greens out of the way too. Uh, since I, that's kind of what I need to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, uh, you back, you got to think of context, mm-hmm. right? Back in the context with Mr. Green's secret, you know, back, you know, today that wouldn't get him fired no. or get him, you know, whatever, because it, it's more acceptable now. It's, under, it's understandable now. So I had to think of uh, something else that would get you fired, especially from a state job. So I figure, you know, Pedophilia probably would get you fired. So my Mr. Green is Woody Allen. Oh, thought you were going Kevin Spacey. <laughs> hey guys, I can be on Clue. He was, he was my I thought he was going Jared from Subway. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was going to go with Mark Sailing. Oh, was that too soon? Uh, moment of silence for another no, Glee no, member. No, no, no. He was a pedophile. He gets no breath of silence for us. In fact, give me the shovel. I'll bury it. Pedophile or sexual assault. One or the other. I mean, Woody fills both those. I feel very uncomfortable with this conversation. Allegedly, allegedly, allegedly for all this. Mark Sailing didn't touch anybody. He He just just had had loads and loads of disturbing images of people as young as three years old. Mark Sailing wasn't convicted of touching anybody. He was just convicted of having loads and loads and loads of porn. The whole story could be different. Yeah, well, his girlfriends would have called the police and ratted him out. (laughs) <laughs> oh, I feel like I need to take a shower now. Sure Anyways, moving on. Don't go to those... Uh, Stop it. <laughs> the German showers? <laughs> wow, I wasn't going that way at all. Oh, I was going to the Penn State showers, but... Oh, man. Oh, God. That's horrible. <laughs> moving on. All right. Let's get through this. So we editing this out now? Oh, yeah, more Holocaust reference. <laughs> uh, Wadsworth is my pick. I uh, need somebody that can bring everything together, is quick on his toes, knows what's going on. I got Neil Patrick Harris as Wadsworth. NPH. This was, his list has a good NPH factor. It's got, it's got the best and NPH factor of the list. Yeah, uh, What else, Jeff? Round six. Let's get this wrapped up here. Last two rounds. All right. Uh, I'm going to go with my Professor Plum, mm-hmm. and I'm going to pick uh, Krug, the uh, Klingon captain from... Uh, Star Trek Three: The Search for Spock. Was he an actual colonel? This is Plum. Oh, but was he a colonel? Uh, I don't think he was. Oh, okay, then he fits. He doesn't doesn't have to be mustered then. Yeah, no, no, no. He was, however, portrayed by uh, honorary. Uh, oh, I forgot his name. Honorary colonel. No, uh, Christopher Lloyd. <laughs> okay, Jim. What uh, Game of Thrones guy do you have? Well, I have to decide. Uh, I think I'll go with uh, my Professor Plum, 
Mm-hmm. Well, again, I thought Colin Firth would do a great job for it. Grandmeister Parcell. <laughs> I changed it to Liam Cunningham. <laughs> oh, good pick. I the thought that Onion was a good Knight. One. Davos Seaworth. Yeah. Uh, Sir Davos. <laughs> Who's your pick, but like round six? Man, Mrs. Peacock, yeah. wife, U.S. Senator, accused of accepting bribes for her husband's <laughs> infidelities. I can only think of one person that's naturally born for this role. How could anybody not cast or draft Hillary Rodham Clinton for this role? <laughs> Did she do that? She she wasn't married to a senator, governor, and president. Well, it's but same thing. <laughs> no, she lost. No, the whole thing of wife of you as senator is the only fictitious, you know, requirement in this role. Uh, let's see here. Um, I got two left. I got Scarlet and Colonel Mustard. Uh, I'm going with Miss Scarlet. Uh, I, I know I'm going to butcher this name. Uh, I thought this would be a good one. She has some comedic chops. Megan Mullally. Mulally. Mulally. Thank you. Will and Grace. Yeah. Uh, par- uh, Parks and Rec. Party She's Down. Up. Yep. I-, I think she would have a fun time with it. Uh, she has the she has the huge uh, tracks of land. Huge tracks of land for it. Uh, so I'm going with her. And maybe she'll bring her husband. That would be good if she brings her husband. The other pick I had was Ana Kendrick was another pick I thought. Uh, Jeff, what's your last pick? Uh, Closing it out, I've got my uh, Colonel Mustard to pick. So do I. And I'm drafting uh, Kurt Russell's mustache from (laughs) uh, Tombstone. Just the mustache. Just the mustache. coming with me. Uh, You got a peacock and a mustache. You are very out there. I appreciate it. Very nice. Yeah. Uh, good, Jim. What's your pick? Who's your Game I, of Thrones? I know. For, for I have uh, Miss White left, and I, I kind of want to take uh, Ned Stark. I was going. I was going to say uh, Sam Elliott's mustache from any movie, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, then I thought Kate Blanchett should be great for it. But again, she wasn't in Game <laughs> of Thrones, <laughs> so I went with uh, Lena Headey. Headley. Oh, Headley. Headley. That's Headley. Headley. It, it's it's Heady. Lena Heady. Because if you say Headley, you will get it wrong yeah. on the uh, quiz show uh, on on Collider. Uh, Collider. Collider. Yeah, Collider. <laughs> because someone said he Heedley, and they said, "Oh, it's Heady," and they Headley. didn't give credit. Oh, it was a mess. Just a man and his horse being hung. <laughs> awesome. The outlaw John Roca got busted by that rule. <sighs> okay, Blake, real last pick. Alright, Leslie Ann Warren's Miss Scarlet. This is my uh, value pick mm-hmm. in the last round. Uh, owner of Illegal Escort Service. How could I not pick Remy LaCroix? <laughs> 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 and the fact you try to pick Remy LaCroix in every draft day. Who won it? I thought you were going to say Heidi Fleiss. Well, it is Miss Scarlet. <laughs> it is Miss Scarlet. I could say Scarlet Faye, but that would, you know, wouldn't be as obvious. Well, I got Colonel Mustard, too. And I was going back and forth, and I thought, Martin Maul, he never got as big as this comedian, but I thought it would be a good comparison. Like, I feel like they, they kind of play the same comedy. I'm going Steve Carell as Martin Maul, as uh, Colonel Mustard. Uh-huh. Okay, or Jeff, you pick. Help me because I oh. I picked your peacock. Oh, okay. My other pick is Eugene Levy. Steve Carell. Okay, Steve Carell. There is. you go. So uh, let's see. Uh, listeners, I, this well, got a out. lot of listeners, well, didn't? Well, time out. Here's our pick. We got. I got Wadsworth oh, is yeah. Neil Patrick Harris. Miss Peacock is Tracy Allman. Mrs. White is Aubrey Plaza. Professor Plum is John Cleese. Mr. Green is Paul Rudd. Colonel Mustard is Steve Carell. Not sold on it. Miss Scarlet is Megan Molly. 
Uh, and I also drafted the cop that got killed, uh, that showed up. Uh, I got Bill Murray. I thought he would be pretty funny in that role. Okay. Uh, right. Jeff, what do you got? I got for uh, Wadsworth, I have Mr. Belvedere. For Mrs. Peacock, I have an actual peacock. <laughs> for Mrs. White, I have Betty White. For Professor Plum, I have Krug the Klingon. Not a plum. Nope. <laughs> for Mr. Green, I have Booger. For oh, Colonel... I get it. <laughs> it wasn't meant that way, one. but okay. <laughs> oh, Lord. Now we're talking about bloody boogers early. This is your team, not mine. <laughs> um, for Colonel Mustard, I have Kurt Russell's mustache. And Miss Scarlet, I have Oron Ishii. I also uh, made some free agent signees after the draft. Uh, for Yvette, I have RuPaul. Mm. For Mr. Body, I have Ron Jeremy. <laughs> uh, you know what? For the cop, I have Reginald Vell Johnson. Your oh, undrafted free agents are better than your team. <laughs> <laughs> for the motorist, I have Sean Bean. Okay. Uh, for the singing how telegram. Many, how many different ways to die in your movie? <laughs> Mr. Bean. Many, many. Not Mr. Bean, Sean Bean. <laughs> I know. <laughs> for the singing telegram girl, I have the tube man that you see dancing outside of car lots. <laughs> uh, he opens the door <laughs> and the tube guy is yeah. That's it. Uh, for the cook, I have Guy Fieri, just because I would like to see him die. <laughs> and like for him. the, the uh, chief of police, I have McGruff the crime dog. I feel like you peaked at Belvedere, and your free agent signings <laughs> are better than your team. I've got an actual peacock. That's true. Uh, I'm, I'm a little disappointed because Jeff took one of the guys who I might have taken in my... Uh... Jim's got Game of Thrones people. Who's your free agent? He took Sean Bean. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my team, it was uh, Wadsworth. What my original pick I thought of doing was Benedict Cumberbatch, but he wasn't in Game of Thrones. So I ended up with Peter Dinklage. Uh, my Miss Peacock. Oh, wait a minute, you're right ahead. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this yeah. is your team. My <laughs> team. <laughs> you're doing your undrafted free agents. So I'm like, hey, wait a minute. My, my Peacock was not Judy Dench, it was Diane Rigg. My oh. Miss White was not Kate Blanchett, but Lena Headey. Hello. Hello. Uh, my Scarlet was not Emma Watson, it was Rose Leslie. <laughs> my Plum was not Colin Firth, but Liam Cunningham. My Mustard was not Ray Winstone, but Jerome Flynn. And uh, my green was Hugh Grant. Not it was not Hugh Grant. It was Alfie Allen. My free agent pickups. Mister mm-hmm. Body would be Aiden Gillen. Little <laughs> finger. Little finger. I see you like that. Um, my Avet uh, uh, would be. Oh, I, just, I can't even read my writing here now. Uh, Natalie Dormer. Ah uh, yes, Natalie Dormer. Uh-huh. Mm. Um, my motorist would be uh, Rory McCann. Oh, the hound. Yes. Uh, the singing telegram girl would be Maisie Williams. Oh, not Ed Sheeran? Not Ned Sheeran. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say Macy Gray? Yes. <laughs> I try to say goodbye <laughs> and I choke. My cop try would be Hodor himself, Kristen Nairn. Ah. <laughs> My cook would be G- Gwendolyn Christie. Ah. And the chief would be Nicholas Coster Waldo. Like, <laughs> what do you got, quick? <laughs> 
What do I feel as though he subtly and sneakily drafted two teams? <laughs> I feel like he did. But you only vote for the one he actually drafted. Yeah, I only vote for the actual team. Because right. otherwise Jeff would actually do really well with Fred, with, uh, Fred McGriff. I mean, uh, the crime dog. I, I don't know. My other team is actually pretty solid. That's right. But your team, correct. All right. So my uh, Wadsworth was uh, Venom's Tom Hardy. Shameless plug. I was paid to put him there. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> My Miss Peacock, who of course is Hillary Rodham Clinton. Not a peacock. Mrs. White. <laughs> Scarlett Johansson, because why not? Black Widow. Because Shameless she's white. plug. I was paid for that, too. No, because she's white, not Scarlett. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Professor Plum. Neil deGrasse Tyson. Best Mr. pick of the draft right Mr. there. Mr. Green with his horrible secrets. Woody Allen. <laughs> Colonel Mustard. Samuel L. Jackson. Motherfucker. Motherfuckers. And Miss Scarlet, of course. Mm-hmm. Remy LaCroix. <laughs> Put it in my bum hole. Uh, we had a lot of people pick. Did, did anybody do the Rule 63 on this? Uh, no, but no. the one did say that they uh, thought that would be a pretty good thing to do. They may, yeah, that, so you have interesting the the gender swap. So you have Richard, Mr. Uh, you have White. Ri- and you have Richard Gere playing Mr. Scarlet, <laughs> American <laughs> Gigolo. <laughs> I what what uh, on the drive over here to the Bob Studios, I was discussing this with Jim. We thought it might have been a good idea to pick. Uh, Reservoir Dogs. Re- Reservoir Dogs characters. So we have Mr. Mr. White Mr. playing Mr. Payne. Green. Yeah, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Blonde playing Colonel Mustard. Let's get to some more Nice Guy Eddie playing uh, Wadsworth. <laughs> and if you do have, um, if you do have uh, picks, uh, your own team, send them on into us at Bad Ideas Podcast or on at HobiePod at gmail.com or on Facebook at the History of Bad Ideas Podcast. Uh, let us know. We got a lot of them here. Sean at Pittsburgh Nerd had Wadsworth, Ryan Reynolds, Mrs. Peacock is Aubrey Plaza. Really? Yep. Oh, he. Oh, he had Peacock. Okay. Uh, Mrs. White, Leslie Mann. That's a good one. Professor Plum, James Franco, Mr. Green, Thomas Middlebitch. That's uh, Ditch. <laughs> Colonel Mustard, Martin Starr, uh, Miss Scarlet, Tina Fey, and your vet is Ellie Camper. The, the, the Colonel Mustard, Martin Starr is the one that I just don't see, but. <laughs> Uh, Bobby H. He had Helen Mirren as Mrs. Peacock. Mm-hmm. Christopher Malani as Colonel Mustard. Liam Cunningham as Mr. Green. Uh, Dakota Johnson as Mrs. White. Jeff Goldblum as Professor Plum. Lady Gaga as Miss Scarlet. La 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 la. Gaga la la uh, la. This one. This one's a really good one, and I didn't want to steal it. Martin Freeman as Wadsworth. Yeah, when, oh, I, yeah. when I originally did my list, again, I had Benedict Cumberbatch there, and I saw it. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> the other guy from... The other guy from... Uh, <laughs> Doug. He went with a uh, WCW to WWF Attitude Era theme. Wadsworth, William Regal. I like Steven Regal better I'd go with role. Steven Regal. No, he was cooler than Steven Regal. Nobody believes me, though. He was Steven Regal first. Fuck you, Kevin Chris. Uh, Mrs. Peacock, Mae Young, Mrs. White, Sable, uh, Professor Plum, Dean Douglas. Ah, oh, there you go, Dean Douglas. <laughs> Whoever that is. Uh, Shining Douglas when he came to the WWE. Mm-hmm. They he, changed his first name, too? Yeah, they made him a, a teacher. He's <laughs> Dean Douglas. Mr. Green, Ted DiBiase. Get it, Green Money. Uh, Colonel Mustard, oh. G.I. Bro, Booker T. Yeah. <laughs> Miss Scarlet, Tori Wilson. Mm. Yvette, Stacy Keebler. Mm. Mm. 
Mr. Body, Vince McMahon. <laughs> I could mm. definitely see that. I actually could see Matter of fact, Vince McMahon's Mr. Body in any list would work. Not some, just the wrestling some list. Some of our new friends from Movie Date Night. This is the one I think should win. This is a pretty good one. Uh, maybe I'll put it up there, who should win of the fans, too. The listeners. No, then we'll never win. No, no, no. We're <laughs> going to have our own. <laughs> we'll have our own. It's a different contest. Oh, okay. Uh, check them out, Movie Date Night. Uh, they take a d- uh, movie and um, have different perspectives of it. It's a pretty fun uh, podcast. Scarlett is Aisha Taylor. Tyler. Uh, Mrs. White, Rose Byrne, or Rachel Harris. I like the Rose Byrne look. I like the Rachel Harris one in that That's role. That's not bad either. Yeah, I think I'd lean Rachel Harris, but either one I thought was good. Peacock, Kate McKinnon. Uh, Gr- Mr. Green, Kevin Hart. Uh, this is my favorite. Pl- <laughs> Professor Plum, Ty Burrell from Modern Family. And Muster- Colonel Mustard was Zach Galifianakis. Uh, from Home Video Hustle. I don't even know if they know this movie, but if they did... Uh, Miss Scarlet is Lady Gaga. That's a second vote yep. for Lady Gaga for that role. Mrs. White is Rihanna. Mrs. Peacock is Amy Schumer. Uh, Mr. Green is Kevin Hart. That's another Mr. Uh, Kevin Hart. Plum, The Rock. Professor Plum is The Rock. And Colonel Mustard is Rob Schneider. They lost me on Rob yeah. Schneider. I don't see The Rock as Professor Plum. No. I like no. him maybe as Wadsworth in leading the film. I could see that. Yeah. I could see that. Uh, beside a geek, they had uh, Scarlet. <laughs> Was Leah Remney, <laughs> Mrs. White, Medea, Mrs. Peacock, Melissa McCarthy. Oh, she's sitting, sitting in the sink, yep. Mr. Green is Kevin Spacey. <laughs> I'm Kevin Spacey. I'm Mr. Green. Professor Plum is Kevin James. He, I don't think he's ever had a plum. Uh, Colonel Mustard is Nicolas Cage. So this is Jason's favorite team. I don't know why, but I think you're dead to me more and more each week. <laughs> Uh, we do have a couple more on the History of Bad Ideas Facebook page. Uh, let's see here. We have uh, from Dev. He had <sighs> Mrs. Peacock, Dame Edna Everidge, Mrs. White, RuPaul, Miss Scarlet, William Belly, Wadsworth is Moby Dick, Professor Plum is Devin Licker, Mr. Green is Spiky Van Dykey. Colonel Mustard is Goldie Peacock. Is he making these up or what? I think they are all drag queens. Oh, okay. Well, that's fine. <laughs> I would be down for that. That would be kind of an interesting take on it. Uh, let's see kind here. Of a, kind of a stealthy Rule sixty three. <laughs> yeah, kind go. of surprised that Jason didn't realize they were all drag queens. Well, I know Spiky Van Dyke and RuPaul. <laughs> yeah, that's about it. Uh, let's see. Uh, Sean Coon. Uh, nope, that's for something else. Anyway, moving on. Uh, <laughs> yeah. actually, actually, is that Rule thirty six? <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> Let's do some news of the geek. It's time for another episode of News of the Geek. You shut your fucking mouth, because that is a great theme song. No, it's not. <laughs> news of the Geek! Uh, we already did one with Clue. Uh, this is the XFL is back, baby. Vincent Man had a conference, uh, and he laid out the XFL's back. They're not going to be as uh, stupid as last time. They're actually going to have more than six months to plan this, and uh, they're going to have a 40-man roster, so uh, it should be interesting. Here we go. Uh, some uh, things. Safety and timing. XFL will strive for quality football, but safe and family-friendly football. Uh, McMahon is looking to get into games lasting potentially no more than two hours, 
and mentioned possibly being no halftime and fewer commercials. I like the no halftime, fewer commercials. Well, I, it's because nobody wants to advertise with them. Yeah, I just don't know how they're going to get those games in under two hours. Of uh, running clock. Yeah, that's what I hate about the NFL. They run the clock too much, to be honest. It bothers me in the first quarter that even if you're out of bounds, they still run the clock. Uh, the safety issue is an interesting thing. The last XFL was, you know, hard-hitting, all that stuff. What happens if you did the opposite thing of that this time? That's what they're doing, isn't it? Well, they're, they didn't, they haven't gone into too many specifics. My thought is, though, what happens if you do have cutting-edge helmets? You know, that will help as much. You can't lead with your head. You know, a lot of those rules. But I bet what happens if you did do it a little bit? Or how about this, just flag football? Let's just do flag football. No, how about this? You take Go. away their helmets so, take they, away. so they will yeah. not lead with their helmet when they tackle. That, that, that would be interesting. That is correct. That's why rugby is, uh, you know. Safer. Safer is because as the helmet got harder, they use it more and more as a yeah. weapon. But the problem with the NFL is they're not going to go away from those helmets because they're so iconic logos now mm-hmm. for the NFL. So if you really wanted people to stop leading with their head, you make those helmets, well, back to strapless leather. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. that leather. Yeah. That would be interesting yeah. if XFL did go no helmet. Did you have to get rid of a lot of pads? Yeah. yeah. That was, uh, I heard that originally from Heinz Ward. Said you you want people to stop leading with their helmet and everything? Just take it away. They'll right. stop leading. They Mike won't Dicka do it anymore. Said by a guy who led with his helmet a lot. Yeah, Mike Dicka mm-hmm. said the same thing with the leather helmets. He said mm-hmm. go back to it. And everybody on the broadcast booth laughed at him. It's like no, it's a genius idea. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Uh, where to watch the XFL? McMahon mentioned about taking a multi-platform approach to games. There's been network interest, but McMahon didn't mention which ones. Rumor is that Amazon's look at it, Facebook is looking at it because Facebook is getting more into the you know the networks and that oh or the boy. Te- live live broadcast. Yeah. And you figure WWE Network is probably going to have some too. So. I would assume they would at least start with McMahon's own network. Uh, it's I supposed to be, be s- completely separate. Yeah, but that doesn't mean he's not going. Yeah, to... Yeah, but if they have the platform for it, they've already got the platform set up to distribute. They said there would be no wrestling announcers or anything like that, like last time. But I don't know. I think Amazon. I would not be surprised if Amazon did it. But I mean, I'm saying, would WWE want? W- would they say yes, put it on, or they'd say no? I don't know. I love the XFL. The Isn't the one. WWE Vince and his family? Yes, but there's a separate company. It's Alpha Entertainment. Mm-hmm. Completely separate. Nothing is associated with WWE. I understand that, but honestly, if Vince wants it on there, do you, you think Stephanie would say, sorry, Dad, you spun off and no, we're not, heard, you oh, left. Yeah. And Stephanie looked awful at the uh, Rumble. Oh, oh she was her terrible. Announcing? Her announcing was terrible. Oh. <sighs> Anyways, here we go. Uh, the players. McMahon said criminal records of the players will matter and mentioned if a player received a DUI, they would not play. Like that week, or they get fired? <laughs> like, As oh. for NFL con- uh, conversations surrounding the National Anthem, McMahon stressed that social and political issues will not be a focus. Football is the priority. He's open to formal NF, former NFL players being in the NFL, XFL, sorry, and mentioned specifically Tim Tebow. I like you how put him on the Orlando team. He's done. There you go. I like how everybody mentioned uh, Ocho Cinco. No, oh. uh, the Cleveland's first pick, Johnny, Johnny Manziel. Manziel. When he wouldn't qualify for this. Yeah, <laughs> I think they're going to revise that and go felonies. Yeah, I was going to say, you it, won't make, be it would make more sense if they're, like, felonies. If you had misdemeanors, because everybody screws up. Yeah, every, yeah. You, well, you, you promise big, and then you kind of keep yeah, failing it back is what I think they're doing. Yeah, I think you do. 
misdemeanors, it's fine. Yeah, so basically what they're saying, no murderers allowed in this. Correct. Okay. Correct. So Ray Lewis... Oh, wait. Allegedly. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Ray Carruth would not be allowed. Yes, right, he so. also wasn't allowed in the uh, NFL. <laughs> <laughs> and Aaron Hernandez will not be allowed. No. <laughs> League structure, XFL will, XFL, will start with eight teams with 40-man rosters. Regular season will be 10 games, with postseason featuring four semifinal matchups I, and a I, championship game. I like to see guys play both sides of the the ball. I think that you might get you some of that so? with a 40-man roster. Yeah. One surprise me. Slated to begin in January 2020, the season. Allegedly. Yes. WWE involvement. He said it would be no crossover between the XFL and WWE. Uh, he's actually made it so clear the that... the Rock can't revive his uh, football career? Correct. <laughs> <laughs> he said uh, he made it clear the new personnel will be hired to oversee XFL operations, and he would not be the face of the league. Probably and, the best thing he could do. And the yeah. first people drafted are the Rock, Goldberg. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, D'Lo Brown, he was a main bear for a while. Yeah. Kurt uh, Angle, he was at least an Olympic athlete. Fan input. Uh, Fan input. Brock Lesnar. Oh, God. <laughs> Uh, McMahon express just don't shoot on him. He's just going to, he's going to be like the last Boy Scout out there. McMahon really re, uh, really expressed that he's looking for fan input and wants to make the XFL product something football fans enjoy. Yeah, you can call plays from the internet. Hey, first yeah. play of the second half. Oh, that would rule. Vote, vote on uh, either. ABC You're on the two yard line. Kneel it. <laughs> the first pick of the draft, Jared Lorenzen. He already he, made he made his own jersey. He did. At number twenty two. He ate me. Well, they mentioned Callan Kaepernick. He's not going to come back. They're not going to have him. He's got too much controversy unless he promises not to kneel, which he did say well, he would. Well, he said he would. Yeah. Because he didn't even mean to not kneel in the first place. I, I think it was a mistake. <laughs> I, I really do think he it's was a conspiracy. caught off guard. I think he was caught off guard. He was caught off guard. He was pouting because he lost yeah. his starting job. I still think that's it. Yeah, the thing is, Marshawn Lynch didn't kneel for half it. He was just sitting on the bench all the time, and no one gave him crap for it. He was and just then, eating. And then eventually they said, why, why, why did you do that? And he's like, because I'm not, I'm not thinking about it. I'm just thinking about playing the game. Yeah. Well, you figure some options out there. You got your Marcus Russell, I think. Vince Young. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Tim Tebow. Tebow. Yeah. Uh, is Tommy Maddox able to play? Sure, why not? You got to bring touchdown Tommy Maddox back. I figure 90% of the quarterbacks that the Browns drafted will be in there. Ocho Cinco? Uh, Kaiser will probably be there. Got to bring Ocho Cinco back. Got to bring Ocho Cinco back. But the one rumor that I was hearing online is uh, that they are going to have an age limit of 18 over and over. So if you want to go straight from high school, more power to you. Good luck. If you're any good. I'm fine with that because... It's your choice. Now, it seems to be more prevalent in basketball than football, but... Uh, the only problem is with safety. Uh, as big and strong as these guys get in their tw- in their late twenties, yeah. and these eighteen year old kids going out there, it's not a fair. It's not fair. They're going to get killed. They're, well, they will. They'll get injured. Then you shouldn't sign them. But don't say we won't sign you just because. I age. Probably some people are going to have a ton of talent. Like, oh, we can bring this guy on. He's so talented. He's skipping college. That's going to be. Uh, that's going to be newsworthy. It's going to be something like this. And the first play. Some, head. Somebody like the size of like Jerome uh, Harrison's going to kill him. <laughs> <laughs> Jerome Bettis. <laughs> we'll just eat him. Uh, I do like the two the players playing both sides of the offense and defense. I like mm-hmm. that idea. I think there's got to be some of that. So limit it to what? Fifteen man roster. Forty roster. It's forty man roster. I said limit it to a fifteen man. Oh God. <laughs> we, we can get uh, just get the guys from unnecessary roughness. Uh. <laughs> I go along. I say everybody plays three games a week. 
<laughs> Get that season done quick. <laughs> uh, I'm excited about it. Anything that will take away from the NFL, sure, why not? I'm excited. I th- do think that they should do it last week, of, right after the Super Bowl. But you know, I think the USL, USFL should take that big cash settlement they got from the NFL and start over again. <laughs> and do it. That $1? <laughs> uh, some yeah. cities that were being mentioned was Oakland, San Diego, Because yeah, they're not going to have a team anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Basically going where, you know, the teams are. You figured New York's going to have one. Cleveland? No, they don't have one. <laughs> uh, yeah, the funny thing is uh, the yeah. XFL actually drafted the Browns. All of them. Oh, no. Uh, let's see. Here. And they all got cut. <laughs> he weren't. None of them were good enough. I'm hoping Jim Drunkenmiller gets uh, redrafted. I was thinking Art Schleister would not be eligible to play <laughs> no, in the no, NFL. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Some quickies here. Uh, TV reboots. Uh, lots and lots of TV reboots. This isn't even all of them. Uh, ABC is uh, making an eight Mighty Ducks TV series. Yeah. Uh, and they just signed a. They just. Uh, uh, agreed to a pilot for the greatest American hero with we, a female lead. We've talked about that yep. before. Keep the keep the same uh, theme song and I'll, a half hour show is yeah. what it's going to. Oh, it's going. Eh, that could work. Yeah, keep the th- same theme song. That is the iconic. That's really the only thing worth mentioning from the first greatest yes. American hero. To be honest, other than that, you can do anything you want with it. <laughs> <laughs> CBS. Oh. Well, they're going for the. 55 to 95 year old demographic here. They got Murphy Brown is coming back. Hey, hey, more politics and uh, in television. Uh, this time she's going to be adopt as a grandmother, adopt a kid. So you know that's going to be a big controversy. Uh, Candace Bergen, Bergen, yeah, whatever is coming back. Uh, is Frank coming back? Can we get him? Uh, Magnum PI is coming back uh, with his daughter <laughs> taking over the role. <laughs> no, that's not correct. What, is what? it? No. Oh, they changed that? I had to look it up because I was intrigued because yeah. I'm a, I was a big Magnum P.I. fan. Mm-hmm. They, uh, they're, they're sticking everything the same except they're gender-swapping Higgins. It's going to be a oh, female. Okay. She's a former MI6 British agent. Okay. And so, yeah, they're sticking with the uh, veterans theme except uh, Vietnam vets. They're Afghan vets. They know each other from Afghanistan. And so they're they're so it's going to be. It sounds like they're going to stay semi true to the original TV series, at least in concepts. Of so it's more of a remake than a continuation. It's more of a remake than a continuation. Okay. An updated remake. Is this any different than Hawaii Five O that they have on now? Yes, actually, it's surprising <laughs> that you bring this up. <laughs> is Hawaii Five O leaving the air, and my no. Magnum is going to then take over <laughs> the shooting the, locations like in the, the old s- days? Some of the same writers and producers that. <laughs> Uh, brought back Hawaii Five O are actually on this Magnum PI project. You know why? Because they just want to live in Hawaii during filming. Duh, wouldn't you? Well, okay, that's pretty I much will... why they made Magnum PI in the first place was Hawaii Five O stopped and they wanted to just stay, stay in Hawaii, Hawaii and yeah. they all have jobs. So I will put my show. name uh, in the ring to be on uh, Magnum PI. Which character? Uh, one of the dogs. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> really, that was going to be TC. Yeah, and apparently Tom Selleck has, uh, he's, he won't be on it officially, but he has given it his blessing, as if he needed it. Uh, Cagney and Lacey, and they're moving from New York to L.A. Oh, uh, screw out, no. Cagney and Lacey can only be in New York. What is it, like the daughters of Cagney and Lacey? I have no idea. Or okay. is it going to be the actual Tyne Daly and uh, Sharon, Sharon Glass? Glass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for the Hobie bingo cards, Tyne Daly. Put that out there. Uh, Charmed Reboot uh, is being made at CW. Yeah. Uh, Freeform. 
Uh, yes, we still have a network. Uh, has Party of Five. Uh, <laughs> will feature siblings whose parents whose parents get deported to Mexico. They're they're dreamers. Okay, free their parents got deported. Freeform is what was what the ABC Family. Yeah, yeah. Uh, NBC has The Office. No. In Freeland Talks. Too soon. Yeah. Stop it. Too soon. Uh, the Munsters. And it's being said in Brooklyn. They're trying to <laughs> they're trying to associate with high society. No. Uh, I love the Munsters. I don't know why. Central don't Park. Don't bring it back. Don't bring it back, please. Don't bring it back. Manhattan. Uh, Central they, Park. No, Brooklyn, not Manhattan. Oh, Brooklyn, yeah. Brooklyn, Brooklyn. <laughs> they're they're gonna be fans of the Nets. Brooklyn. Nobody's a fan of the Nets. <laughs> Not even Jay-Z, he owns them, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, next, Netflix. Here you go, Jeff. Carmen Sandiego reboots. All right. Are th- but you got to have the original song. That's right. you got to bring in, in Rockapella back. Rockapella. <laughs> Do it, Rockapella. <laughs> Where in the world? And Netflix. I'm intrigued by this. This actually appear, uh, premieres later this, I think, in March. Uh, Lost in Space. I'm Is intrigued it by that. Better than the Matt LeBlanc movie. No, Matt LeBlanc's in this. Oh, what? okay. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so let's go TV to movie, back to TV. <laughs> it may work. I, I lost interest already. Well, uh, I, if that's what you want, TV to movie to TV, uh, Car 51, Where Are You? is coming back to TV. Too. Are they going to have the original actors in it? Yes. Because <laughs> none of them are alive? Oh, uh, Fred Gwynn? Didn't he die? Yes. Yeah. Okay. And uh, Al Lewis. Al Lewis. Yep, he's dead. And Tootie. Uh, I don't know who played. From Facts of Life? No, not Tootie. No. Oh, sorry. 2D. Wait, I thought they were making this guy's back for the monsters. Yeah. Oh, Al even, Lewis and Fred uh, Gwynn? Yes. Even, even their car's been compacted. Tootie and Muldoon. The, the new version of Car 51 is Bumblebee. And it's Car 54. Oh, 54, whatever. Uh, d- uh, Hobie uh, Bingo Blocks. Jason is wrong. Uh, let's see, Disney Junior, we, Muppet Babies. We've already got X's all over that yes. block. Now, this is probably the, the one I'm most excited the... about. Muppet Babies? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Your Jason is wrong is the free space in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> and miscellaneous Mindy Kaling is producing a TV version of Four Weddings and a Funeral. I guess it's five episodes long? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they'll call it 78 Weddings and 14 Funerals. And then when they get renewed for the fifth season, 187 <laughs> weddings. A lot of weddings and not as many funerals. And Damn it, we're cutting the pizza place this year. <laughs> and fewer laughs. <laughs> Two guys, a girl in a pizza place. <laughs> so I was at work, and the lady in front of me, she's a little bit older than me, and she's uh, turned around and she's like, we were talking about something with Ryan Reynolds. And I think I was talking about Clue to one of my coworkers. And she's like, do you remember that show? It was about a pizza place, and it was, it was two guys and a girl. I was like, two guys and a girl at a pizza place? She's like, I really love that show. I was like, yeah, then they cut the pizza place. She's like, I know. <laughs> but they added Nathan Fillion. That's true. So here's a little two guys pizza uh, pizza place, whatever. Uh, and even on. Tiffany Thiessen came in towards mm-hmm. the end. Mm-hmm. Tiffany. Uh, Best reason to watch uh, White Collar. Uh, let's see here. <laughs> Uh, five, and that was your news of the geek. Uh, this week is uh, sponsored by Charles in Charge. Do you like movie reviews? How about true crime stories, celebrity interviews? Well, you won't get any of that here. I'm a stay-at-home dad with four boys and a night job. I don't have time for all that crap. What I do have time for is browsing the web for weird and idiotic news stories. Then I bring my favorites to you every week along with my own weird life lessons and favorite podcast recommendations because, hey... 
Sharing is caring, right? So subscribe to Odd Dad Out in Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, or your favorite podcatcher. And follow me on Twitter at Odd Dad Out and add a little weird to your day. Ho, be listeners. September 14th through the 16th in Cincinnati, Ohio, the Duke Energy Convention Center is the 2018 Cincinnati Comic Expo. Hobie will be there, along with many, many, many comic book artists, writers, TV guests, uh, TV stars, and movie stars. Who? I don't know yet, but they were going to announce it soon. If you go to CincinnatiComicExpo.com, they have VIP tickets on sale right now. They do sell out quick, uh, so get your tickets now. And on that Saturday night, September 15th, uh, will be Geek Prom. This year's theme, backed by popular demand, is Harry Potter. So get your tickets at CincinnatiComicExpo.com. It's time for Box Office Bombs. All right, nothing really bombed, because not a whole lot really came out. But uh, we'll go ahead and start with the uh, box office report from January 26th through the 28th. Uh, We will start with Maze Runner, colon, The Death Cure. In its opening weekend, it made $23.5 million on a $62 million budget. Well, not all that great. The Maze Runner franchise, I don't think, was expecting to do much anymore. So any money they make, I think they're lucky to get. Moving on to number two, we have Jumanji colon, Welcome to the Jungle. It made another $16.5 million, a total of $338 million on a $90 million budget. So Jumanji sequel, think? Think we'll get a sequel for Jumanji? Probably. Uh, Hostiles, I don't know, sounds like a terrible horror movie to me. It made $10 million in its opening weekend on a $39 million budget. Anybody know a thing about Hostiles? No. All right, moving along. Yeah, I do. Oh. It's uh, Christian Bale escorts a uh, prisoner through uh, enemy territory. Oh, so it's Set not, in the West. not really a horror movie. No. <laughs> well, Some I'm, kind of moral behind it. I'm glad there's somebody here paying attention to what's yes. going on in the in the realm of which we try to speak. Okay, number four, The Greatest Showman made $9.5 million, a total of $126.5 million on an $84 million budget. That's the story of P.T. Barnum. Logan, yeah. Wolverine, as a circus, circus uh, MC. Guy. Now, is he taller than the real P.T. Barnum like he was taller than the real Wolverine? I don't know. But he sings and dances. Okay. Can I have a beer with him? Yeah. All right, cool. And coming in fifth, The Post made another $9 million, a total of $58.5 million on a $50 million budget. Is that Forrest Gump in a a newspaper world? Forrest Gump in a new... As opposed to Forrest Gump in Westeros? Yes. Yes. Forrest Gump at Watergate. (laughs) Oh, upcoming, we have one movie coming out wide release on February 2nd, and that is Winchester. Uh, This is based off of the uh, Winchester house in which we just discovered was in California. The crazy lady. Sarah Winchester, the... uh, uh, Heir to the Winchester gun estate? Yes, Winchester rifle. She was the uh, uh, wife of the founder Okay. Uh, of Winchester's, and then after her husband and their young child died, 
uh, a medium told her to move west. A medium who was speaking to her dead husband, telling him to move west, to stay away from all the ghosts that are haunting her from all the people who died from a Winchester rifle. Kind of weird. <laughs> all right, so that will be opening February 2nd. Do we think that will do any business? I I think it, well, I don't know what the budget was, but I think it'll it, it'll do okay. It's got a projected in the mid teens. Okay, fifteen million. Do we know? Is, is are these buy sell people people from Winchester? Is that no? They are from uh, Maze Runner. Oh, I'm selling them all. <laughs> Anyone associated with Maze but Runner? But you can't because uh, Kaya Scottolario was also in. Uh, uh, Dead Men Tell No Tales, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Sell. Sell. <laughs> uh, so now it's time to buy. You buy at the low. But but they're never going up. The Maze Runner is going to kill these people's careers. It's like Teller Lautner. <laughs> penny stocks. You don't have to buy them. Yeah, I, I, think I don't think they're penny stocks. I think they're nickel stocks, and they will be penny stocks when the Maze Runner is so done. So they're Canadian money? I yes. think I think you can Tire buy them cheap. Stocks. Tire money. I think you can buy them cheap. I think you can get them both for a, a pretty good discount. For a penny each. <laughs> and, and make some money on some upcoming films. Death Cure did make $82 million overseas. So I'll just give you guys an idea. <coughs> uh, I was actually very shocked that Maze Runner actually was number one. There I mean, wasn't anything else out, though. I mean, yeah, but I still thought Jumanji was going to beat it. Uh, so. uh, the biggest the question I have, since we talk about our buy cells, do you think it might be time to maybe join Doug's uh, Hollywood, Hollywood Sock Exchange? Yeah. No. It's not really? 1997 anymore. I it doesn't do have it. to be, though. I mean, we're doing this, and we're like, we don't know what... I'm like, buy or sell? How much would this person actually, am I buying or selling their stock for? I mean, we're assuming these people Maybe are penny stocks. Maybe I'll do stocks, this next but... week. I'll look on the Hollywood Stock Exchange or I'll, you know. Have the intern do it? Yeah, or Doug. <laughs> and I'll see what their going rate is. All well, right. We're going to have to come up with some actors and actresses to give us ideas of the dollar amounts. Okay. So to know what kind of what we're dealing with. Compare them to Tom Hanks. Yeah, comparables, yes. And to... <laughs> Zach Galifianakis. Esmeralda has a big <laughs> thing on her plate here for this. <laughs> or maybe we can make uh, the uh, Canadian of the year do some work. <laughs> you know what? He hasn't done much. I'll be honest. I mean, his book reports were, what, four four words long? Yeah. So. What, what's his uh, duties for next week? To go on the Hollywood Stock Exchange and find out... Uh... For the people in Win- Winchester. <laughs> give us comparables. Yes, give us comparables. <laughs> Okay. We got anything else? Um, nope, that is it for the uh, box office news. I love that music. Top You're five! Uh, we're doing a little different this week. We're doing top five favorite Harrison Ford films. Is there more than five? Diff- uh, you know what? There, there, was- there were six I had. <laughs> He did a lot of movies. Yeah, there's not many good ones. Some, some, some of them good are iconic rough. roles, but not a lot of good uh, movies. Some of them are a little rough. Yeah. So, uh, Jim, you start. What's your number five? Well, I decided to take out his iconic roles. There's no okay. Indiana Jones. There's no uh, Han Solo, and there's no Jack Ryan on my list. Okay. So my number five, I'll go where where he pretty much started. I'll go American Graffiti. Oh, I, you know what? That's I right. completely forgot about that. American Graffiti? Mm-hmm. I didn't forget about it. Jeff hates the movie. 
I didn't. Put I it don't on hate it. I just never enjoyed it. it. Well, and I can't understand a, a wanting to to live in a culture where cruising is a thing. Because <laughs> there was no internet. <laughs> Why do you think they call it cruising on the internet? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'll go with my number five. I, unlike Jim, did not cut out okay. any of his iconic roles because my number five is The Return of the Jedi. Okay. Okay. Uh, my number five is uh, the one I first realized he was in, Witness. Uh, he played a, a cop that's protecting a ki- an Amish kid that Witness saw a murder. murder yeah. And they raise a barn. Kelly McGinnis? McGill, McGill, sorry. Mm. Yeah, because Kelly McGinnis would not get you points on the uh, Collider (laughs) trivia show either, because that happened too. JTE lost on that one. Academy Award winner Harrison Ford from Witness. Did he? Best was it? Oh, nominated. Nominated. Okay. Yeah, Uh, nominated. I don't think he ever won. Yeah, he didn't win. It was nominated for that. Uh, yeah. that, I remember that movie. I've seen that probably in the last two years, so it was decent. It still, de- it holds up decently. Yeah, it doesn't suck. Sure. Guy dies with a corn. The corn falls on him in the silo. Uh, Blake, what's number five? Uh, my number five. Uh, I, I took a similar route with uh, Jim. A lot of the stuff is too obvious, so I tried to find the lesser known films. I, uh, of course, this isn't lesser known, but it's number five on my list. That's just the Fugitive. It's actually my number one, you son of a bitch. Good. That, that is good. one of my favorite movies. That was my number two. That I, is up there with Shawshank oh, Redemption for me. It's not well, on my list. Well, if you remove, <laughs> remove the arcs in Star Wars, <laughs> it's going to be one or two, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's my number five. Damn it. I really do love that movie. Yeah. I didn't kill my wife. I don't, I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> it was kind of good. Yeah, you I'm going to jump back. Nothing. Yeah. What's your number four? Whipping back around. One of my old favorites, actually, the, you know, that he was in. Uh, Force 10 from Navarone. Never heard of it. Yeah, that was one what? of his first, that was one of his first roles. Yeah. Uh-huh. That might have. You never heard of it, Jason? No. I, really I don't know haven't. how you haven't heard of it, because Blake has talked about it before on this very podcast. Jeez. Oh, Not this geez. particular episode, but. Okay. All right. So Jason has homework for next week. Uh, Especially for someone who loves westerns. <laughs> my number four is uh, Jack Ryan as in Patriot Games. Really like Patriot Games a lot. Yep. Uh, you do. Okay. You really like Patriot right. Games a lot. There you go. You I, I thought he did a great job in it, and okay. now what do we got, Jeff? You know, this you... is already turning into a disappointing top five. Yeah. When I first saw it, I'm like, yeah, here's four bills, and I was like, five. Can we get my conspiracy yeah. theories? Uh, my, my number four is Raiders of the Lost Ark. Uh, that was my number one. That was my only exception to the Jones and Star Wars. Oh, because I like sucks, Raiders to the Lost Ark, yes. Uh, my number three. But you was know what? Doesn't surprise me. The number three was the whole Indiana Jones trilogy. So we kind of took it out. There, there are four of them. No, there's a trilogy. <laughs> there, there, there are four. Oh, you're talking about only the three good ones. So Raiders of the Lost Ark, the uh, uh, Last Crusade, and no, Temple of Doom's the worst. No, it's actually better, worse than Kingdom Christ of the Crystal Skull. Skull. No. Anyways, moving on, Jim. What's your number four? My number four. The Mosquito Coast. Oh, he was in that. He was in that. <laughs> they had a fun story uh, I learned in, in my college we'll days. We'll be the judge of that. That uh, 
uh, I can't remember exactly what happened. Computers crash or something, and they like lost like for like one scene, like all the audio, and had to go back and recreate dub everything. It? Yeah, redub everything. <laughs> like have, get the actors to like re give their performances. On... We've done that once on our show. <laughs> <laughs> Many, many, many but, hundreds but of years ago. We also weren't trying to link them up to the video. That's true. <laughs> uh, what's your number three, Jim? My number three is where he played Blanche Ricky in 42. Blanche Ricky? Or, I heard that no. was really good. <laughs> Branch Ricky. Okay. I like Blanche. <laughs> <laughs> he played a uh, golden girl uh, who owned the Dodgers. <laughs> <laughs> I would pay to see that. Him and P. Arthur could cut a rug. <laughs> uh, Jeff, what's your number three? My number three is Star Wars. The original? <laughs> yeah, okay. Star Wars. The movie that came out in the movies, the yeah. theater known as Star Wars. You mean A New Hope? I mean Star Wars. <laughs> because when I saw it in the movie theater, there was no A New Hope. I wasn't born yet. Anyways, uh, my number three was Indiana Jones Trilogy. Blake, what's your number three? Hey, my number three, uh, clear and present danger. (laughs) Your conviction is unbelievable on these. I think it's my three. (laughs) Well, I was going to Samuel L. Jackson, but I think we've done that before. Oh, we might have. I don't remember. (laughs) I am, I am, I have a lot of conviction with my number two. Okay, what's your number two? Blade Runner. That's my number one. Awesome. That's my number one. Yeah, there you go. Non-Star Wars, well, for some of us, non-Star Wars, (laughs) non-Indiana Jones. Blade Runner. You know, can I go on a tangent real quick about Blade Runner 2049? Sure. My father-in-law got it this weekend. It's out on video now? Yeah, it's on DVD. So, you know, he's got like a big theater thing in the basement, right? So... He actually was watching it, and my brother-in-law and uh, the female perspective were upstairs, and my brother-in-law was like, asked me, oh, Blade Runner 2040, he's watching it, and I'm like, yeah. So when you get the chance, go watch it from the very beginning. He's like, oh, what'd you think of it? I said, well, you know, it's very cinemagraphic, it's very artsy, um, it, it, it moves along at its own pace, but it does that for aesthetic and, and, and feel, you know, for the original as well. I said, people who... who I said, people who need a lot of action and not a lot of thinking are going to think it's really boring. Fifteen minutes later, my father like comes up. My God, that was the most boring movie I ever saw. <laughs> my brother-in-law, my wife looked at me. They started giggling. I was like, "See, <laughs> so people need a lot of Did action." The first one have a lot of action. No, no. I was no, gonna say a couple of fights. Okay, I was gonna say it's a, it has its scenes, but a couple it, of chase it, scenes it, and it, fights. It, but it's not been a while long. since I seen it, so I was wondering. Like, I didn't think that had. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what's your number two? That was his number that, well, two. That was my number two. My number one was uh, Raiders of the Lost no, Ark. What number am I on? Already you're on number one. No, I'm on number two. Is no, two? you're whipping around. Yeah, you, you were supposed to I'm do three two and two. I'm two and then one. No, you were no, you're three and two. two. Anyways, moving what on. What was your three? I don't know. What was your three, Oh, Jason? clear present danger. Oh, okay, that was my What bit. was your three, Jason? Uh, that was uh, Indiana Jones okay. trilogy. Yeah, you did yeah. your three. Okay. My number two is uh, Empire Strikes Back. That's my number two. Oh, okay. Look at us. Oh. Oh. I know. Ah. <laughs> uh, that was my number two. Uh, J- Blake, or Jeff? My number two, name? Empire Strikes Back. Jim? Uh, my number two uh, was, uh, that uh, we already said it, <laughs> a fugitive. That one okay. movie. What's your number one? Uh, working Girl. 
I mean, no. I mean, no. Yeah. It was number one because Blade Runner was my number one. You could have done six days, seven nights. No. Okay. I, I had Blade Runner tied with Hollywood Homicide. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. My God, number that was one such was a bad a, movie. Air, For- Air Force One? Uh, my number one was a fugitive <laughs> marked with uh, random hearts. I don't even know that one. <laughs> you don't want to know. Uh, so we had a lot of... Uh, well, we had some feedback on this one. Uh, let me try to get this here. Did anyone have any... <laughs> Anyone have any honorable mentions? Hollywood Homicide? <laughs> uh, frantic. Yeah. Apocalypse, Apocalypse Now? Oh, that one he did with Apocalypse Michelle Pfeiffer. Now. That's right. Devin. <sighs> you know, Deb's going to be in town along with Jeannie and Tony from Saudi Language for our Cincinnati Beer Fest. Yes, once again, you guys picked the wrong time. No, we picked the right time. Afternoon. Uh, we're all going to the right time. Yeah, by the time I get down there for Beer Fest in the evening, you guys are all passed out. We're not going to be passed out. Yeah, you were last year. We got No, we weren't. Yeah, you were. No, Tony, one we, was, Tony. Yeah, Tony uh, passed out. We invited you for dinner, but you didn't get down in time for dinner. Couldn't make it there in time. <laughs> by the time I was going, you're like, oh, we're going back to our rooms. No, Next. but by the time you got down there, you said, um, I have to go to Beer Fest because my ticket starts at 6. So I'm We have no kids that <laughs> yeah, day, and yeah. we're staying downtown, so let me tell you, we'll be fine. <laughs> I'll so be drinking. We'll be passed out by 5.30. Uh, Dev. <laughs> six. Uh, Dev has... <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Four fifty nine. <laughs> I see your four fifty nine. I raise you two minutes. <laughs> Dev has a new hope. Empire Strikes Back. Three was Raiders of the Lost Ark. Two Indiana Jones Last Crusade. Too Eight. obvious. Number one Blade Runner. Okay. Uh, honorable mention Temple of Doom, Return of the Jedi, and Hollywood Homicide. No. <laughs> Temple of Doom. I, I was fine with going too obvious on my list because. That's how it broke down. I'm like, I know. I'm like, eh, well, you yeah, take away a- the, you take away those roles, and he's kind of had a eh, workman like. Exactly. Yeah, just the, none of them excited me. Sean from Pittsburgh Nerd, uh, our second favorite uh, podcast in Pittsburgh. Uh, let's see here. Uh, sorry, oh, Besada Geeks better. Uh, <laughs> they're Canadian. Uh, Sean has. I'm hoping the shit out of this. Number five, all the Indiana Jones movies. All four of them. He said all. Four, The Fugitive. <laughs> Three, Regarding Henry. Two, All Star all Star Wars movies. <laughs> Four of oh. them that he was in. And, and one, two, and three. <laughs> and number one, Blade Runner. Uh, Craig Nickel. <gasps> what? Was a nickel sighting? I, feel, I fear that his pivotal role in Apocalypse Now is going to be overlooked. No, I can't mention. And he also mentioned Working Girl. You know, it's it's very impressive, you know, that that Nickel took time out of his uh, homemade shoe rack (laughs) to to give us a top five. Nickel, who uh, used to be on uh, Graphic Novice back in the early days of Hobie. He has no electricity or running water. That's why he has time to make a shoe rack. He has become Grizzly Adams. (laughs) He even used to be our former uh, hockey correspondent. Yes, but... Now he can be her woodworking correspondent. Well, so. I think he's completely given up on hockey. <laughs> well, yeah, he he joins Jason's anyway, fantasy so team on, as a uh, co-owner. You know, his, his next report's going to be in stereoscope. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know what you're supposed to do when you bring on a co-owner in a yeah. fantasy sports? You're supposed to win the whole fucking thing, right, Blake? That's right. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. Bad idea of the week. Uh, number two hundred and twelve. Buying a house without a home inspection. That's right. Terrible Never do idea. That. Terrible um, idea. We do want to wish uh, Sean and Ian uh, good luck this weekend as the Steelers uh, go to the Super Bowl. 
Um, you know, good luck to them. Did, are they going? Because no. they, they were supposed to play New England last week. Did they play New England? No. Did they beat them? The, the Super Bowl has been canceled because no one cares. Oh, that's true. That does work. Uh, so, anyways, good luck, uh, Sean. Anyways, moving on, uh, that is our episode, and Roger says goodbye. Goodbye. Addendum. Titles. Oh, anybody got anything good? No. No, but I got some. You got some bad ones? Uh, I was excited for this top five. <laughs> <laughs> I was excited for this top five. I got tire money stocks. I like Blanche. <laughs> Did you just make everything uh, up in the last ten minutes? Nope. <laughs> I got an actual peacock. And I got... Eight six seven five three zero nine Jesus, <laughs> or Jesus eight six seven five three zero nine Jesus instead of Jenny for the uh, title <laughs> of the song. <laughs> so it's uh, what Jenny eight six seven. For, what's your peacock one? An actual peacock. An actual peacock. Okay, uh, let's see. I have <sighs> we are eighteen, based on the nine hundred numbers. <laughs> Blake bought a house. And I was trying to do off as uh, Life as a House. Uh, mm-hmm. I was because I love that movie. Life as a bigger house. Uh, I was excited. For, I was excited like. for this top five. <laughs> and I think yeah. that was all my top my names. Blake bought a zoo. Blake bought a zoo. <laughs> Blake bought a zoo. <laughs> so I I like not even in no like not at all. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. We're throwing them. Throw them off. I was excited for this top five. An actual peacock. <laughs> but that would be a spoiler for Jeff, so. I'm they, post- they won't know. I'm posting your whole sign-in sheet here soon. How about get a clue? Ah! I like it. Blake bought a clue. <laughs> I like that even better. I like get a clue. I like, I like Blake bought a clue. <laughs> Because he bought something, and we got Clue. We're putting them together. It's a mashup. We're not fucking Transformer. No, I'm not transforming things. I'm mashing things together. We're not Gobot. Gobots don't do that either. Rip Mark Sailing. (laughs) (laughs) How about not? How about Deadpool? Which Glee cast members (laughs) not? Ooh, wow. Well, I'm the moral compass of this show. There's an issue. How'd you get those morals back? <laughs> Politics free, state of the Hobie. Uh, state of the Hobie address. Uh, state of the Hobie podcast. The uh, pop culture podcast said uh, state of the stupid. We could do that one. It's no. Obvious. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I like Get a Clue. I like Get a Clue. I can live with Get a Clue. You know what? Every year when there's a State of Unity, why don't we do a State of the Hobie podcast? State of the Hobie? What would we do? I don't know. Would <laughs> we talk about the talk State about of Hobie? State of Hobie. Pretty much the same thing we do every week. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This, oh, Jason's getting money now for... Uh, <laughs> his budget's increased. Yeah, yeah, it's great. <laughs> he gets $8. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I whore myself out. Uh, yeah, so get a clue. 